because of the click on the board. No. Sometimes you, oh yeah, you have a pen. Yeah, sometimes I'm clicking yeah. the pen. Yeah, we had a comment on our Instagram. Someone's wondering what this lighter sound is they hear all the time. We think it's Nate's clipboard. It could be, or Brian, or Hogan. I almost said you know, whatever. In case people don't, don't want to know her first name, <laughs> Hogan's pen or lighter or lighter. Hogan, you said you had something to tell us. Yeah. So I'm just going to share it to you, so you both get it at the same time, so I don't have to pass my phone around. Oh, okay. But I had this made. I hope I get it first. It's going to come to our group thread. Yeah, but I might get it first because oh. I'm on the couch. <laughs> Closer. You might. It goes to space. Who gets it? Who's going to get it first? It bounces this way first. It's still, it's still in the stratosphere. It's thinking. I don't not, great, not here, I don't not here, not here. in the basement. I don't know. Still not here. Get on the Fright Zone Wi-Fi. Brian, where is it? You want to give me your phone? Sorry. I'll put you on our Wi-Fi real fast. No. You like, don't want to be like on the Wi-Fi? It, I like it better this way. It builds the anticipation. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're almost there. We're like, we're buffering. 85% and With sent. Anticipate. Mm-hmm. Got it. Whoa. Oh, that's cool. This is pretty neato. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's a sweet drawing like of it. the Fright Zone dudes running away from a bunch of ghouls. And Artie's there, too. Yeah. And Ghost Asai. It looks very Garbage Pail Kiddish, which I rad. like. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, uh, what's the story here? Uh, I just stumbled across this dude called Hex Yeah, and I really liked all of his artwork. And I saw that he was doing commissions, so I just reached out to him and said, hey, "I don't know, some man. Of us. I think this might be the shirt. <laughs> this, yeah, this might have to be a <laughs> Patreon. I mean, something special design. The films and separations would be a little more, but I think that overall, it's like him, a really cool shirt right design. I said six colors only." Cool. So yeah, I'm only see there's two shades of green, but he did send me a I black six and white version. Here. But the black and white version is very confusing. It's too wow, much going on we... for black and white. Do you... the eyes. Yeah. See. Yeah. It's really busy. You just want to get out your markers. So uh, yeah. so what's this? Where can uh, our listeners check out this dude's artwork on the internet? Uh, you can find him on Instagram, and his name, sorry, is Hex H E X. Yeah, all one word. Hex yeah. Hex yeah. Cool. I'm glad it's a drawing and not an actual picture. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the cool uh, art. Hex they, yeah. You can always make us look cooler than Shout we are. Hex yeah. If Mostly you, glad if you that he drew us all with much say, larger penises than we actually yeah. have. Uh, can I get bigger biceps? Yeah. Tell him yeah. we need some revisions. I just yeah. gave him, like, I made sure, Nate, that you had your vest on for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's a personality trait. Mm-hmm. I like that we have four fingers because we're cartoon characters. <laughs> Perfect. This is radical. Yeah. Good call. Cool. Cool beans. Excellent. Cool. Too cool for school. Yo, dudes, my copy of Monsters Ring is on its way in the mail. Sweet. I got a lot of Bruce Colville books, like a bunch of books of his for 25 bucks. Nice. Yeah, mine took a while to get here, but I'm bl- I'm like reading it like quicker than it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, like, it's so. <laughs> you mean you can read a book in ten for like eight year olds fast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big letters, <laughs> simple. Yeah, it, it's fun though. It is fun. We have to do that. It's a cool for... idea. That's Patreon content. It's eighty two as well, so I I love when reading it, imagining all the parents finding that at the book sale or yeah. hearing about it, and like accident you know you can see it in the movie or the made for tv movie like they flip to the page that has the incantation that he has to read to get himself to turn into a monster it's like you know 
you know, be a monster, thine I am forevermore, whatever. I can't he even has, remember I what thought it he is. Twist the rings the way I remember. Yeah, yeah. He twists it. I'm like, by Merc. He can twist it once and twice. you become a horned monster. Twice you have fangs and shit. Three, Three times a monster. Like a big time monster. And don't do that on a full moon or there's no turning back, <laughs> which I'm sure is going to come up. Um, <laughs> Dude, when. Uh, we were waiting for Halloween Kills to start. I don't know if you saw it at Flicks or not, but it has all the like these random Halloween movie related things. Yeah. And I don't know after seeing a clip of it, I don't know that I've ever seen the one with Busta Rhymes. And if I have, I completely really? fucking blocked it out. That's and what? it was playing that and it was just like, Oh my fucking god, like is this really a movie? Sounds like I know one of the movies we have to watch next October. No, no, What's, no. Oh, oh yeah. We should definitely watch it. We can absolutely watch movies <laughs> that we don't watch. Oh no. Yeah. Don't watch it until next October. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that I won't. Who's the other chick that's in it too? She was like a supermodel. What the hell is her? Oh, name? Tyra Banks. Is Tyra in Banks, it. yeah. Yeah. I love higher learning. That movie rules. <laughs> But she gets all, killed we aren't one. doing Halloween Resurrection this time, but we're doing another Halloween theme movie. Welcome to the Fright Zone. I'm Greg. I'm Nate. I'm Hogan. This episode, we're feeling the Halloween spirit and talking about the 1988 cult classic Hacker Lantern, a.k.a. Death Mask, a.k.a. Halloween Night. It's the tale of an incestful Satan-worshipping grandfather who moonlights as a pumpkin salesman and his attempt to resurrect Beelzebub with the help of his favorite grandson. I also wish this movie was named Tommy is Out of Control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tommy's lost it. Yeah. Uh, it was released direct to video and uh, directed by Jag Mundra. Who, mm. if you have any free time in your life, go look at his IMDb photo. <laughs> it's like this. Uh, it's a glamour shot. Yeah, it's a yep. glamour shot. It's all foggy looking. He's got this like white beard, and it's about as sexy as that guy's ever looked. <laughs> If I do my, if I can say so myself. Yeah, when you sent that to us today in the thread, I was just like, geez, that's a beautiful glamour shot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's hanging in his home, I bet. I bet uh, he has it in one of those cheap, like, silver tin frames that they would, you know, add on when you were at glamour shots. Be like, 10 more bucks, you get the frame. Yeah. It's like, or it's in someone's hallway somewhere. <laughs> silver frame glamour sure. So you you know a lot about glamour shots. You get I knew one someone done? that worked there oh, okay. in high school. I've never but gotten one. You didn't get one? No. no. I was talking about this recently. We tried I to think sneak in one. You could, if you had the money right now, you could launch a really great glamour shots uh, like studio or whatever. And I think with the, the throwback, I, th- I think people would... Well, it was like that place it. to just open Under in the flicks. mall here. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, it's it's a, a selfie. Place? It's like called Selfie oh, the World. Selfie place, yeah. I mean, that's kind. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah, not as fancy, but glamour mm-hmm. shot esque. It's the same premise. Mr. Mundra, he also did Open House with Adrian Barbeau, mm-hmm. who I think Hogan has a thing for. Maybe? I do. She's great. <laughs> he also did Jigsaw uh, Murders. Yeah, Open House. He also did Night Eyes. I've which is a that. good kind of like erotic thriller series. Oh. There's a few of them. <laughs> um, you can see elements of the way he enjoys the ladies in this film as well. <laughs> like he definitely makes really? sure there's some breasts and some butts and oh. things for you. <laughs> um, but these are sort of like if you took the horror element out and replaced it with like a, a thriller love triangle type. I think it's like a Cinemax movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's awesome. That's what it is. I have a small section like that I've started collecting of those films. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Of Moondra's yeah. films? No. I've got a fistful. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're like not quite pornos. They're yeah. like the steamy. There's definitely like music during long sex scenes with lots of like 
over excessive face and butt touching. It's like oh yeah, it's it's high end uh, porno, right? Yeah, where they, you're like rubbing the head of your penis on somebody's navel, and you are kissing <laughs> the breast above the nipple. Yeah, but then you stop before you get there. Like yeah. you know that Tina Sanchez said, "There's no way." This ombre <laughs> is sucking on my nipple today. Who doesn't love a good Tina Sanchez film? Yeah. They're yeah. classics in their own right, really. So um, Mr. Mundra, the director, he didn't uh, know how to speak English, really, at the time of making this film. And uh, also doesn't didn't really show. know anything about Halloween. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I think that's part of this film's kind of bizarre tone. It has like a little bit of a Bollywood vibe. Um, Which I do find charming and enjoy. It's like the same reason I like Italian movies so much, it just feels a little off. It's like, it's a little oh, different. Yeah. I wouldn't want this movie you know? any other way. I mean, that's part of what makes, you know, yeah. Hackle Iron, Hackle Iron. Yeah. Is it just kind of... Like, if High Pike's, like, weird-ass accent, or whatever you want to call <laughs> it, wasn't the exact way that it was, it was like, yeah, you have interrupted the ceremony of blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's so strange. It's his last film, too, right? He was kind of, it might have been stock footage or a clip or something, but he was in something later. I believe it was a clip from something earlier. And he was also in a movie in 1995. He was not billed in it. Like, he wasn't top billing where he was even on the box, where as opposed to this tape that it says, High Pike in Hack O'Lantern on the tape. They ditched that. He earned that. Yeah, they ditched it on that. Or is it still there? Still says it. Okay. So on all versions, and that's because he's the only actor that was in any like major Hollywood movies. Like he was in Blade Runner mm-hmm. as uh, Taffy Lewis. Um, he's in Dolomite, that amazing Rudy Ray Moore movie as the mayor, Mayor Daly. He's in Hollywood High, which is an awesome uh, boner jam. He was in this cool movie called Nightmare in Blood that I just watched. That was released by Video City Productions. And that is a movie that's sort of like a self-aware horror movie. It's like where there's this horror film festival at a theater and they invite this actor who's like the main guy that plays Dracula in all the big movies at the time. And there's all these like Christian protesters outside, like, don't, you know, (laughs) don't bring this filth to our town, yada, yada, yada. But they bring him in an actual coffin because he's actually a fucking vampire. (laughs) What's this called? It's called Nightmare in Blood. I'll lend it awesome. to you. It's, I got on tape. It's I is, it, is it actually good or just it's sounds good. good? It's fun. All right. Yeah. It's it has fun parts. The kills are pretty great. It's practical. There's like cool posters in the background and stuff. It's just All if right. you like horror movies, it's a super fun watch. And it's way before that one Shadow of the Vampire movie. Or yeah. I think it's like '78. This movie came out. Just um, a couple of years before Shadow of the Vampire. Yeah, just yeah. Just a couple. Just two decades. <laughs> I'm just saying it's that same general idea yeah. of like the it's, they're using a real vampire in this in that these movies awesome. and he shows up on like a talk show and talks shit to some like evangelical <laughs> Christian and I'll rip your yeah. throat out. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? He Hogan? doesn't. No. He doesn't not talk like that. He's <laughs> <laughs> not so full. Yeah. It's not Count Dracula like straight up. But hey, he's also in uh, Slithis, which is cool because that's an Iowa movie. I don't know if you know that, but the I guy that directed it went to college here and okay, grew, but grew up shot here. here. I think some of it was. Ooh. Pretty sure some okay. of it was. Uh. And that's all I could find on, on High Pike, but yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, the cinematographer on this film was Ashley Blake, who also was cinematographer for Deadly Prey. That's kind of nice. cool. Uh, story for the film was by <laughs> Dave Eisenstark uh, as Burford Hauser, who wrote Creepazoids. 
And the screenplays by Carla Robinson, who has no other credits. <laughs> um, Score's pretty cool in this movie. It's by a guy named Greg, so, you know, he's cool. Greg Haggard. Uh, Gregory T. Haggard. Yeah. He did some episodes of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. So, Cowabunga. Yeah. Um, Probably made more money on one episode of that than this whole film. <laughs> you think? Yeah, maybe. Oh. Uh, so, uh, Nate, you kind of brought this up last time. I think it'd be fun to do again. How did we see this for the first time? Anybody? You, you go, for to go it. first. I know you have a fucking... Okay. Movie it's, boner, it's, nerd boner for this movie. Well, it's not like. Uh, unfortunately, I did not see it back then. I don't remember the box and nothing like that. Um, it was definitely something that would have been on the occasional shelf back then, but I think it was obscure enough that maybe it didn't really show up at the ones around when I was going to the mm-hmm. rental shops. So anyway, it was probably like early two thousand, two thousand one, somewhere in there. I had heard of it. I kept trying to find it. There was. No full versions anywhere. Streaming was still in its infancy back then. And really, there was still a period even that late. I mean, I guess that's 20, 20 fucking years ago. But there, yeah, there was that was still a time period where, like, if you wanted to find something, you had to find it. Yeah. Like a physical copy, whether it was like some dude could bootleg it for you and you'd watch like a third or fourth generation copy of something. It's or like blown the fuck out. Um, like Nick Smeltzer. <laughs> Or Andrew would have like a laser disc for some like Cat in the Brain, or they had Cannibal Ferox on laser disc, and nice. we watch it. So because the, the Japanese laser discs were NTSC, also just like the VHS yeah. from over there is. So if you could find a Japanese one, as long as it wasn't a foreign film, as I recently discovered when I purchased a Phenomena laser disc from oh. Japan, not thinking about the fact because it has all sorts of bonus features. It's a double yeah. disc of Phenomenon, and it has. Uh, like interviews and bonus stuff and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Italian with Japanese subtitles. What a blast this is. I hope that jacket so, looks really nice. It's really cool. Okay. I'll post a picture of it. But <laughs> I was super bummed. Of course, I didn't have to pay that much for it because whoever had it like figured that out. But yeah, they acted like they didn't know. And of course they did. <laughs> but yeah, um, it took me about three years to find a copy, to find a physical copy um, I checked like it was before I had children. Um, so I was commonly like looking for stuff on the Internet every single day. Like if I really wanted something, I would check any site I could think of. Amazon, eBay, like collector sites and stuff like every day ish. And then one day it popped up on eBay as a buy it now for like what I thought was a reasonable price. I don't want to say what that is necessarily, <laughs> but at the time I felt like it was a reasonable price for it. And it sells for like way more now. And this was in 2001? By this time it was about 2005 or okay. six or something. And uh, yeah, I, I bought it and I watched it and I thought it was fucking awesome. Nice. And uh, you know, I don't know. It was definitely one that I felt like I should have seen back then and wished I had, but it just didn't come up. So, I saw this movie at one point, probably around 2002, because I know I was still in high school, but I want to say it was 2002-2003 I saw it. Um, I saw it at Buddy's house, so I don't know where they got it, and I thought it was not good. I, I was not immediately blown away by it. I was like, this is, like, it just came off really, really cheap and not, not in a fun way yeah. to me then. Um, and I didn't watch it again. Until Joe Bob showed it last Halloween. I can't remember. Is that the Halloween Hootenanny or the Halloween 
It's the one where you actually play <clears throat> Halloween Hideaway. Movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yes, it was the Halloween Hideaway. Um, and he showed it there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is pretty fun." I don't know if I just wasn't in the right mood when I saw it before or what. That happens. But it it I thought it was pretty fun. Um, and then my third viewing of I've only watched it three times. My third viewing of it was for this episode, and it's probably the most fun I've had with it so far. Yeah. So, I mean, I used to like when I first got it, I watched it once and loved it, but I just. I loved the dream sequence so much that I commonly would just watch it to that point and well, then I mean, rewind it. Like I mean, the dream whole, sequence is like, is like... Like, the first scene is amazing. I mean, I don't want to give anything away yeah, we're going to talk we're about, but, like, from the first scene to the end of that dream sequence, it's in its own capsule, it's just pure joy the whole time. Yeah. There's still all sorts of great stuff. Oh, but there's, there's, there's so much more to love. Yeah, there oh, yeah is. this movie has a lot. <laughs> but... Some of the like ugly stuff that's going on happens later. Right? Yeah, where you're yeah. sort of like, whoa, Mr. Pike. Yeah. Um, or just Grandpa, as he's affectionately called. They never mm. say his actual name. It's just Grandpa or Gramps or Grant. <laughs> what about you, Hogan? I got this. Uh, thank you again goes to the bootleg table at the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> what? Nice. Yep. You find all sorts of shit there. This was probably, I don't know, it was right about the time I started barber school. So I don't know, 2012, 2013. Somewhere in there. And I was the same as you. I watched it then, and then I didn't watch it again until... Didn't hit you? No, until <laughs> this this last weekend. I don't know. You, oh, you didn't watch it with Joe Bobby a couple no. years ago? Ah, so you've seen it like twice now? Well, I've seen it three times. You I watched, watched a couple last times weekend, for a study. I watched it again yesterday. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty fun. Well, I guess we better jump into this thing. So, uh, so we open on the farm. The roosters are roaring. Is that an expression? Yeah. I don't think it is. They're, they're crowing. 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 Roaring. <laughs> like a lion? What kind wow. of fucking roosters do you have on your farm? Before the farm, <laughs> there are four still photographs that are just like, they straight up, someone had access to four stock photos of like happy country living. Oh, it's like yeah. there's, you know, looking over a field, the sun coming up through the trees. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's grandpa fucking hauling ass in his old truck. Pumpkins, pumpkins are being hauled off, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a beautiful sight. You'll love to see it. Yeah. Uh, and this kid, Tommy, runs outside to see Grandpa, played by High Pike. And he's super stoked. Like, he, you can tell he's really, he loves his Grandpa. Oh, he's excited about that dollar store skeleton Grandpa's about to drop <laughs> on him. Dude, uh, uh, I have one of those. I was going to dig it out of a box for this. Yeah. So I could wave around at you guys now, but I forgot about it. The, uh, a High Pike movie you didn't mention, he's also in his vamp. Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, uh, so, yeah, gra- Grandpa oh, brings this kid a really cool rubber skeleton and jiggles it all around. He's like, yeah, it's awesome, Grandpa. He offers uh, for him to pick, you know, take his pick of the pumpkins. He's No, he says, take your pick of the patch. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he gives Tommy some secret thing we don't really see yet. Yeah. You definitely see... Every single turquoise ring that he has on his fingers. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And he just weirdly shoves that in the kid's hands. Like, this is very special. Very, very special. And he gives him that hug. It's yeah. kind of awkward. Like, this is He's weird. handsy. And then he just leaves. He's handsy grandpa. For He's sure. like a combination of Divine and Marge's sisters. Sure. Okay. His the voice? twins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Selma and Thelma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, here's these stock footage photos. Oh, that's beautiful, dude. Those would be like framed in somebody's house. Yeah, yeah, they're stills. I think Mundra has them at home next like to his glamour shots. Tobacco stained like, glass. <laughs> Where the frames are more elaborate than the paintings. <laughs> yeah. Or photos. Um, 
then later on, Tommy's cutting up, up a pumpkin and he cuts himself and he just starts sucking his blood. And this is one of my favorite parts of the movie here when he's sucking his blood. Um, his mom, uh, Amanda, played by Katina Garner, who was in Rollerblade, Cannibal Hookers, and L.A. Goddess. Uh, we t- we're skip we skipped over it. Tommy oh. splashing s- uh, seeds on his sister. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or yeah. his shithead brother saying that he's gonna blow his sister's brains. Out. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Give me all your money, or I'll blow or I'll blow you away. <laughs> is what he says to his sister, and then of course the mom's just like, "Oh, don't do that," or whatever, you know. <laughs> when obviously there's like way more problems going on <laughs> than than just that. But yeah, you you can just tell that like. They're trying to set up what their relationship between the three of them is. I since I've not seen this as, as many times as you, Nate, there will probably be things if I'm going along, I might skip things. You just jump in like that, buddy. There's also like uh um, high pike in, in this early stuff because obviously a film like this, you can't do reverse aging necessarily. They put this crummy brown wig on him and smash a hat down so he looks younger. <laughs> but otherwise he looks exactly the same as he does later in the movie, except for the terrible wig. <laughs> He wears some sweet eyeliner later too. Yeah. Uh there's those rings. But yeah, when so I love the uh so yeah, then after all that shit, when Tommy cuts himself and he's sucking his blood, um, his mom's like, Oh, we have to clean it up. And he gets real bummed because he loves the taste of blood. Grandpa yeah. says it's good for Grandpa me. Grandpa says it's good for me. Dude, I was watching this last night and Stella walked in the room right when that happened. She goes, What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. And then she the said, "I'll watch it with you or blood. not?" It is. Did she watch it with you after that? Then or no, what? she was just walking through the room. So <laughs> I also think that mom kind of drove Tommy into Grandpa's arms after she smashed that pumpkin. Yeah, I mean, because the next thing he's there, yeah, he's splashing her up, <laughs> and he. Uh, so after all this goes down, the next scene is mom the and dad, dad right? and the mom yeah. arguing in the kitchen about like the fact that Grant, why is Grandpa singling out Tommy? You know, we all know why they might think that is, but they he basically charges off to go take on yeah. him one on one to settle it once and for all to find, you know, because dad, uh, whose name is Phil. I did not make know the actor's name, but I'm going to guess he was not anything no. else. He uh, died. <laughs> so in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, he's like, you just aren't t- you won't stand up to your father. Well, I will. Or whatever, we tried you know. that once. That didn't work. <laughs> She said, oh, I love when he's rough. She goes, not tonight. It's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> or I did. I, I skipped over her smashing the pumpkin. I'm just getting too excited. Mom smashed so. the fuck out of that pumpkin. She's like Gallagher over here. We're at the point in my notes where I made a note that just says devil worshiping farmers only dot com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad goes to visit grandpa and they're having like. What I would think would be like a police or high school scare film fo- uh, ritual of Satanism going on inside this barn where it's like everyone has red robes on with medallions hanging off and they're chanting and there's a big pentacle instead of a pentagram for some reason on the ground. And uh, yeah, basically he's like, <clears throat> you know, stay away from my son, yada, yada, yada. And he goes, well. He has more power than you'd ever know. Some shit like that. That's like some Emperor Palpatine Star Wars kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that Grandpa takes it that seriously. He does. He's there's actually, later in the movie, way. there's some shit when he's like all, you know, 
You were making a mistake leaving with her. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is this fucking about to come? Like, it, like you know what I mean? Like, like, like a weird ethereal threat. Like, he's about to start shooting lightning out of his hands or some shit. Yeah. And electrocute Tommy. They're, we're going to add the lightning in later, Grandpa. <laughs> and uh, so as he's talking to him, he says, Bye, Bill. And uh, one of the cohorts chops him in the back with an axe, killing him. And he says, You'll never have to worry about Tommy again. Burn in hell, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and then this like it cuts this like wild ass fucking synth that's going on like the, this is the one part where the soundtrack's just crazy and all it is is Tommy sitting in his room playing with his necklace that we find out is what he got from his grandpa and he's swinging it in front of his face and as he's swinging it it cuts to the future and it doesn't even say like 20 years later 10 years later no it's just all of a sudden it's like this brutish-looking dude that looks absolutely nothing like he the did, Tommy he child. He hypnotized himself into the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. I, I was meaning, like, are, are we supposed to think that he was hypnotized? Dude, I thought it was... I, I mean... Before that, though, I just want to say, what a fucking power move. The grandpa brought the dead dad and the car back to the front of the house to burn in front of the family. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the red robes that all the cultists were in that scene... We're from some like Paramount Pictures like sale of like just old shit. I don't know what movies they came from, right. but Paramount Pictures was just selling a bunch of old crap, and they bought all these robes. So they're from some Paramount film, sure, yeah, some like film. royal type film or something. Like you could see them being something like a, for so. some British exploitation. And the uh, and Tommy turns into Gregory Scott Cummings. Who um, has a pretty mouth? Yeah, pretty mouth. He's in the <laughs> hit film Action USA, which was yes. recently released by Vinegar Syndrome. He's also in Phantom of the Mall. Um, he's in. I the, got pre for that. You on, did. Uh, Arrows pointed out. Oh, cool. That's yeah, good. When did that get here? It's been wow. out of print forever. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about that. That's the one I've been like looking to buy the DVD copy on eBay at like a reasonable price because I'm like someday someone's gonna put that up a bite now, not knowing like anyone's hunting for yeah. it. Yeah. Now Arrows got coming, so. He, he's also in Caged Fury. He's in this awesome action movie called Cartel. Um, he's in Blood Games, which is also a VS release. We're just talking about Tommy? Yes. Stone Cold, the Brian Bosworth masterpiece. Um, he is also, I think what we probably all well, remember him, him from as. the most is the Batman Returns Acrobat Thug One. Oh, that's how I know Tommy from. <laughs> You're still talking about Tommy, right? Yeah, yeah. But isn't that Batman Returns Acrobat Thug one? That's not what you remember him from? No, man. <laughs> He's Luther and Always Sunny, right? Is he? Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't watched that show all that much. He's his so. dad that's in prison that's always like, don't fucking okay. come here ever yeah, again. I could see it's that. It's him. It's yeah. Tommy. Did you know that? No. no. But you know, you know who I'm talking about? I don't. He's, of course, if you looked at this guy, he is also in one episode of Walker, Texas Ranger as a villain. Okay. Which you can just. So there's a lot of those on his yeah. IMDb page. Oh, yeah. No, He's also in Cliffhanger as one of the goons. Batman. Yeah, I mean, you don't see him. I'm sure. I'm just, <laughs> I'll watch that shit again. Yeah, I'll be looking find for it. Him. Just slow mo through yeah. any acrobat type sequence. I think it's him there in the back. <laughs> yeah, number. He's number two. Yeah. So assuming there's ten or so, no, I would probably, think number two is closer. They probably count them left to right. That's yeah. Dude, that's there's yeah, all yeah. sorts of circus folk in that movie. Cause the, the the Red Triangle Gang, right? Mm -hmm. Or the Red Circus Gang? I don't know. He, he could be multiple characters in it, for all we know. He was Danny DeVito's stunt double. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right after Tommy gets hypnotized 13 years into the future, we have some window peeping right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a few good window peeping scenes mm -hmm. in this movie. Yeah. This is also the first time like I started to acknowledge 
Why is the mother in a different time period? She's dressed like she's from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that as well. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's like the Great strange. Depression. I think that's that simple farm life, man. <laughs> she just wants the family to stay together. Yeah, right. I mean, she probably okay. is thinking of Little House on the Prairie as going to be her life right. until her son becomes a Satanist because of her father. One becomes a cop. And of course, that makes him an asshole to her. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, but he's, he's a successful policeman. He's not like, <laughs> you want him to stay home? What yeah. are you talking about? I just want my family together. Yeah, like, she's see, bonkers. This is with the bonnets. <laughs> what's, your, what's your beef with bonnets? I'm just saying. That's the little house on the prairie look. Like, yeah. people don't fucking do that in 1988. Yeah. But it's like Tommy wanders outside to see Grandpa, who has a truck full of pumpkins, and Grandpa tells Tommy that this isn't any ordinary Halloween, but rather, it's his Halloween. Meaning his isn't Tommy's. And the ceremony is- will begin at sundown. That's not. I can't do the best grandpa. Would. He's like yeah, the yeah. sassiest gay Satanist in the world. Yeah. Y'all want to come in and have some sweet tea? Oh, then they do that sweet <laughs> devil. Can we talk about the sweet devil handshake? So instead of doing the actual sign of the horns, they're always doing the I love you sign language sign. And I'm wondering if maybe there's some sort of like, I don't know. Sometimes when you see movies like this and you're like, there's a pentacle instead of a pentagram. <laughs> there's like... Oh, I love you sign instead of the horns. It's like, do they really believe they might accidentally like piss God off? So like the director's like, okay, we want to make this movie about Satan, but like we don't want to make a real ritual. I think it's probably so just we'll more that like, this guy like, can't speak yeah, English you know. and doesn't know anything about Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this truck is riding real low with all those pumpkins in it. Yeah, but there's Halloween <laughs> and then there's 400 like 400 pounds of pumpkins. Yeah. There's like the worldview of Satanism in 1988. And he would True. have the worldview of Satanism in 1988. And maybe he thought that, like, he didn't want to attract summon a certain kind. Yeah. <laughs> like, people thought they could summon, like, a real devil. Yeah. You know? Like, Satanism wasn't that big of a problem, and it still isn't. I think I wrote touching devil horns together is the new high five. <laughs> is the new what? Is the new high matter. five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every greeting and, like, <laughs> yeah. departure I just from start here doing to the that end. When I see people. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to be doing that in our photo for it's this episode. It's also very yeah. difficult to like get right, you know. We have to, all, we have to be touching each other's hands doing that. And then he also does like a little, you know, like in the Godfather and shit when they do the cross in the area. He kind of does like a upside yeah. down cross thing, but it's, it's like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. But he's not, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. he doesn't realize there should be an X pattern at all. It's just like I'll do this for a minute and. Scene. Scene. <laughs> I have a note that just says Tommy takes his glasses off and looks tough. His grandma dries off. Mom stops him. He isn't your son. He's mine. We both know Tommy belongs to the two of us together. First, a weird incestual <laughs> reference in the movie. He does the devil horn love you hand to her head. On her wedding day. Uh, yeah. In her wedding like, dress. You are beautiful bride. Like, she looks as though she's getting ready to go walk down the aisle, like, now, and he's there to walk her down. But first, supplies. Greg, what happens? After all these years, you're still temptation for me. Oh, so (laughs) gross. So is this supposed to be, is he, like, her father husband? He's her He's her father. No, the husband's the guy that The husband's dead. That's who she's about to marry. I know. Oh, okay. Wait, no. That's the dad. Yeah. Right. Okay. Dad's dead. Grandpa killed dad, but grandpa is the implied father of Tommy because grandpa 
had sex with his daughter, who's the mom of Tommy. So if he has sex Incest. with her before the wedding night, the husband will then think that it's his kid because they're going to have sex yeah. on that okay. wedding night. Okay, so I, was, I just want to make sure. But dad's bust is already in there. Right. Right? <laughs> Making babies. Yeah. So he's <laughs> making Tommy. Grandpa daddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really gross and creepy. That's my note. Really gross and creepy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grandpa drives part, off. This, yeah. That's the bad part of the movie. Yeah. If there is one. Uh, <laughs> if there is one. <laughs> and Grandpa drives off and mom cries. Uh, and then we're introduced to Beth, uh, played by Patricia Christie, whose only other credit is lunch meat. It's her only wow. other credit. Um, and she arrives one, at the though. homestead and tells mom, happy Halloween. Uh, Beth's there to get ready for the Halloween party with uh, Tommy's Vera. sister, mom's daughter, not grandpa's daughter, Vera. <laughs> uh, played by Carla B, Nailed who's it. also in Jigsaw Murders. Necromancer, which was recently put out by Vanger Syndrome, and Sorority Babes and Slime Ball Bolorama, which is probably the movie we'd all notice her from the most. So she's taking a bath, humming up a storm, and at some point, her and sponge what's... is swapped out for a fake spider by Beth, because she's a prankster. Oh, Love those yeah. pranksters. Yeah. Uh, what's she doing with the bubbles on her face? I know. So it's coming up here, I think. Yeah. Um, ladies, feel free... I'm sure there's lots of ladies that listen to this. And <laughs> could you please let us know when you're washing your face, do you wash your face by taking your hands and just picking up the bubbles on top of the bubble bath, dabbing them on your face? Do you make a bubble beard? That's yeah, what I want. Do you, do you, you make give a yourself beard? a Santa beard and that is considered a, a cleansing of your face? I feel like there's a special soap. I've I always can tell you, my wife said no. No, okay. You asked her? <laughs> yeah. No, she said, what the hell is she doing to her face? <laughs> yeah. Lord I, knows. Cleaning it. These spiders, though, did you guys ever have one of these? The air pump ones? No. You would squeeze like the and it bladder. jumps. Yeah, and it had a tube in yeah. it. And it would like I remember jump. seeing them in place, but I never had one. My fake bugs, my house, I had a creepy crawler's oven. Oh, yeah. I had I'd that. make those things. And they saw all the crazy bright colors. I just wanted black so I could make things look like more like a real bug. I didn't want them to be on the uncolored. And right. I thought it was so cool making those and just leave them around the house because I thought I was really gain everyone in my house. But of course, they all fucking knew I was just a kid of a creepy crawler thing. So it's all like, <laughs> yeah. oh, great. Hey, Greg, uh, pick up your spider shit. in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> I showed uh, Freddie some of Little Monsters and during the, <gasps> the prank sequence when he puts like the, the, uh, the saran wrap on the toilet. I always remembered that. The idea of like sitting down and you you're pooping or peeing or whatever it is and it's just right there it doesn't go anywhere and he's just like what are they doing and i'm like i don't know i probably yeah, shouldn't be showing yeah, him don't this. Explain this yeah you're i don't know what they're shit. doing next thing he's gonna prank your daughters yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no and yeah beth is going as prince diana for halloween indeed and then we cut to the police station oh and, you're uh, gonna be royalty please <laughs> Also, they have bath. They have carpet in this bathroom, like a bunch of fucking oh, savages. Huge faux pas. Yeah. Oh my god! And Beth is definitely a better actor than Vera. Vera's acting eats shit. She is the worst in the whole movie, other than <laughs> the comedian guy who isn't oh. an actor. I'd rather not talk about him. He is other than this. I have so bad. one note. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I have no about how bad. I just is. don't want him to get any work from this. <laughs> 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 like I want to make sure yep. no one looks up whoever he is, um, because we said his name. 
We'll call him the nameless comedian. <laughs> Man, the best pranks always happen when you're naked with your friends in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she pranks her. Then um, we cut to the police station, and we meet Roger. And Roger is Jeff Brown, and he is in the movie Lady Avenger, which is awesome. He is. I don't have any other notes. Do you? Anyone else? He's Tommy Roger? and Vera's brother. I yeah, didn't yeah. write his name down, but I did write Dave Campbell, who plays Sarge, who is in Killer Workout. Oh, nice. And that's it. But it's weird because I recognized him immediately from Killer Workout, but he's not listed in the credits. Huh. And he didn't have an IMDb page that I could find. It's weird sometimes when you go on there, like, won't be a photo for someone, but you can, like, find them in a Google search. Right. It's like, why is that? Fuck you, Internet Movie Database, for being a free source of all this knowledge. Yeah, just go. Fucking assholes. Go to fucking Glamour Shots. Get yeah. the photo taken. Um, and, yeah, it's just, like, a, an older cop and a younger cop who's Roger kind of back and forth thing, like, oh, well, It's uh-huh. the sergeant, and he, he's asked uh, by the sergeant to investigate the graveyard because another grave's been overturned. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have fun just hanging out at your party while I have to actually go do something. And he's like, I'll be sure to carve a jack-o'-lantern that looks just like you. Oh, yeah, because he's put on ho- <laughs> he's put on Halloween party duty. Yeah. And then <laughs> Thanks, he's Sarge, you piece of shit. And then there's some awful grave pun that I forgot to write down. But he says something to him like, oh, like, have a grave time or something. It sucks. It's uh, no Crypt Keeper pun. Yeah. Uh, then mom goes to Tommy's and advises him to stop all this. You can't live like this. Person. Go away. I'm busy. <laughs> then he puts on a ripping tape in his Walkman porn here. Yeah, like he We was, don't get a lot of Walkman dude, porn in movies. He was digging through tapes, too. And here's the thing. He obviously knew what tape he wanted. All of those were in were in jewel cases, except for the one he wanted. That he picked. It seems like it would have been relatively easy to find. Yeah, or the only one there. <laughs> but he sits, he puts, he applies the headphones. You see him lay down in bed, like chuck a fistful of cassettes down. And yeah, like Hogan said, just shuffles through them. But he's not just shuffling through them, he's like chucking them away. Like, yeah, like, he's, like he's ruining them. Like you would toss cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he sticks in that one and he lays down and he closes his eyes and he says, I can't hear anything anymore. <laughs> I mean, we can't skip over. That was, it was fucking amazing. That scene is so classic. And then it's just like cuts into the riff like. Dun, 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 dun. You're the devil's son. You're the devil's son. I'm not hitting the notes, but. No, nope, awesome. nailed it. Oh, sound fuck. just like DC LaCroix. Yeah. Who. Um, is better than the house band at the party later, the mercenaries. But um, it's, by the way, if you do watch this and you want an all weather Walkman, you can get one on eBay for forty two ninety nine. Nice. Ooh. I don't know how reliable they are, or aren't? But if they're all weather, I would think more likely than not they would be equipped with maybe gears instead of belts and shit that would. Run I heard out. they stopped manufacturing those because they made it so people couldn't hear anything. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. take it even back. their mom. The one that's in the movie that actually has the huge label "All Weather Walkman." Sick. 450. Damn. Yeah. You got to have a lot of Skrilla. Yeah. That's. I guess Grandpa. That one was screen used in that one. <laughs> yep. You look at the seller's name, Mr. Mundra. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mundra's Garage, you know, 25 or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Always has to have a number on it. Uh, 
but this scene's great. We get glowing eyeballs, fireballs that make skulls appear on symbols. She vaporizes the band, stabs Tommy in the throat with a pitchfork, pulls his head off. The pitchfork is image. created by the guitar he's holding. Oh. And not only that, during the scene, she's vaporizing each member, but the music still continues in full form, even though everyone's zapped away. And it's just Tommy and the voodoo priestess kind of circling each other <laughs> until she knocks him down, turns his guitar into a pitchfork, <laughs> stabs him in the neck, somehow decapitating him with it. I'm guess twisting it, turning it, maybe throwing her knee into it. I don't know how you can decapitate someone with a fucking trident. There is a, th a, <laughs> a three-pronged weapon later, too. But it's like when you don't have a knife, so you have to take the fork and like do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. just like stab That's it probably multiple what times. It is. You get a good pleat across the neck. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you can just kind of yank. Yeah. And so yeah, then she rips his head off, and that is the cover. It's the sweet image. Like like, you know, when you look at the box track line, you're like, whoa. You ex kind of based on the box, you expect her to be, you know. In the movie. Yeah. You know. She's just in a dream. I mean, but this that's is, what I expected it when I initially purchased it. Well, this is one of those like Bollywood type scenes, kind of like in a way. You know, I yeah. mean, it's got an American flavor because of DC Lacroix, but like it's very Bollywoodish. Like it's a musical number, and there's and a dancer. She has six arms. You know, that affects rad. I also love that they. Can, it's how long? How how far into the movie are we? Like fifteen minutes, probably. And we've got like a decapitation, incest, pumpkin smashing, fucking. Uh, just uh, grandpa, sassy <laughs> <Yes>, grandpa. <laughs> I mean, what, what more do you want? Well, this is and now we're to the point where where uh, Nate used to stop the tape. <laughs> yeah, and if you could see the image, you might in. guess why. Well, Tommy snaps out, but covered in sweat in bed. And uh, hey, do you want to get into DC Lacroix at all, Nate? I assume you you have some music notes. They were kind of one of those bands that they were a hair metal band. I believe they were in California on the yeah. strip and stuff, and they played all those clubs. They would have opened for Motley Crue and shit, and they just never got really past it. When you watch them, you can tell they're very like, look at us. We've got like a lot of attitude Man. while we're playing, but you can't believe how much attitude we got. It was just this like really kind of ugly era for like posturing and cock rocket rockedness. Cock rockedness? Cock rockedness. Um, though they have a female singer, so then, you know, it makes it a little easier to digest. They sound kind of like Bitch, if you've ever heard them. I would definitely... Bitch would be like the rich man's version of DC LaCroix. Is it LaCroix or DC Croix? Or... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're not very good. Am I might write DC LaCroix. This would be the one thing to I think they are DC... To. Have I been calling them DC LaCroix this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> Can we yeah. just keep calling them that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> They they own of the Lacroix family. <laughs> That's what they did, man. They started and they make Fuego and Lacroix. Yeah. That's their legacy. Oh, it's like man. the bass player is raspberry lime. <laughs> Drummer's mango. So then Roger rides his hog over to mom's house, and uh, mom's distraught because of uh, Big Bro Tommy. If only you could see the kind of company he keeps. <laughs> And then it cuts to Tommy's girlfriend Nora. at a, a uh, the local liquor mart, buying what appears to be an entire box of champagne and booze. Um, and across the way is like some of the rest of the people that we're going to see throughout the movie. Um, the random teens, the the fodder. Yeah, Vera's um, boyfriend Brian. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then just some other people that get to die later, <laughs> essentially. Well, they're talking about how, you know, how she's super weird and she has a tattoo on her ass and she only hangs out with that weirdo Tommy. And you but, can see that there's kind of like a little pentagram sticking out from her her white short shorts that aren't even shorts. Loading that's up underwear, man. Look at that. That's yeah, underwear. Those are underwear. So she's played by adult film actress Gina Fine, who here's credit as Angel Rush. And the director casts her and a few other adult film actresses to do all the nudity. So all the nudity in the movie of are adult film actresses of the time. I think there's three three ladies that get nude in this, and they're all adult film actresses. And none of them know how to tan without their bikinis on. So Vera's an adult actress as well? Because we see oh, her not, in the tub. Sorry, not Vera. This uh, So Nora... Um, and the other lady we see the, the, later on. Yeah, the lady who strips at the party, and then the lady who gets branded in the barn. They're all Got it. those three are adult film actresses. Okay, um, and I guess they're in just because you know the director's like, well, horror movies need nudity, and the actresses don't want to get nude, so I'll just hire adult film actresses because they'll get nude. They don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> they do worse than this every day. <laughs> uh, so that's I don't know. Uh, then, yeah, right outside the place is Tommy's waiting at the car. He's Grandpa just smoking a cigarette, up. looking cool while she goes in and carries all this oh, booze yeah. out. I, that moment with Grandpa has maybe my favorite line in the movie. When Grandpa strolls up and he's asking Tommy about, you know, what he's doing. And he, and he says, ordinarily, I'd say screw her brains out. But I don't think that little witch has got any. <laughs> yeah. Get him home right now. Right. It literally just said speaking gibberish I know, I when he was talking. <laughs> I noticed that I last can't night. Even, <laughs> I can't even discern. We have we have this movie on with subtitles in the Fright Zone right now as we talk. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah, he tells Tommy he needs him pure for the ceremony. I came here to get some candles for your ceremony. <laughs> and then he, I wish you would have said like some candy and some sarsaparilla. <laughs> Just a mean old liter of sarsaparilla. And then, uh, then uh, blah, blah, blah. what's her name? What's the blonde's name? Nora. Again? Nora drops off Tommy at home and says, if you change your mind, I'll be in the pool all afternoon. <laughs> And then we cut to Vera and Beth talking about sex. It sounds like Vera plans to play trick or treat with her boyfriend Brian. That's what she calls it. Yeah, she's like, I think you can do some trick. His or trick, treat. your treat. <laughs> no, no, it's your but treat. Your trick, his treat. Your trick, his, his treat. Your trick. Your yeah. trick, his treat. <laughs> Something <laughs> along those lines. That's what it is. Yeah, your trick. It's his some treat. arrangement of that. It's yeah. your trick, his treat. Uh, then the girls go out to the kitchen. And uh, Beth flirts with Roger. She's straight up like, oh. Like, she, she's she eye has, fucking She him. has fucked me eyes. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Why are you hiding this law, man? <laughs> yeah. I actually even asks, like, Beth asks Vera, essentially, what's your brother look like naked? Yeah. She has later on, it's like, that's a very weird. But then <laughs> yeah. Roger says to his mom, he's like, she's got a nice little friend there or something. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck, well, Roger? Yeah, and this one was in early scenes where the mom's like, I just wish all of you kids would just be together again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Gotta go, Mom. I'm gonna go nail Beth at the party. Yeah, then Roger... Well, and she's like, your brother, blah. And he's like, I'll go talk to Tommy. So he heads down to Tommy's little basement crib. Who's all sweaty, pumping some, like, random, like, like uh, free weights. <laughs> just in a cruddy chair. Just solely based on appearance, I'm gonna tell you, Tommy doesn't want to talk to Roger. No. He's well, just got a headband on. Me, Tommy doesn't like cops. He right. asks him, like, three times, like, are you alone? He's like, I'm alone. Is mom with you? Mom's yeah. not with me. Are you alone? I'm like, yes. Then it's Fucking like, it's, let un me in, it's dude. unlocked anyway. <laughs> he's like, all right, come in. It's unlocked. And he's he's working out by a dead end drive in poster, which, which has actually come up on you, the podcast before. I don't, came, I, yeah, I knew we talked about Kit Murphy was here, like, it at was here. The I just don't remember if 
it was even on an episode or if it was something that got cut I know out. we've talked about it. And then he's got a George Killian's Irish red light-up sign. Dude, he has a nice Elvira poster, he's too. He's got an Elvira poster. He's got a cool, uh, just a witch. It says witch and has a witchy face on it. And then he has a um, Coors Light silver bullet light-up sign just with the cords dangling. Like, he's just partying in there. But he has something else that he's about to show his brother, Roger, because Roger starts asking him what he's doing with his life. He says, you're not doing anything with your life. And he says, what do you mean? And he starts shoving him like he's going to fight him or something. He's like, how do you know I'm not doing anything in life? How do you know I'm not doing anything in yeah. my life? He's like, I'll he, show you. I'll show you what I'm doing. <laughs> he shows him his fucking satanic altar under the stairs. which just like a total fire hazard. It's in, it's in there's a little closet. Yeah. It's Check like out my devil worshiping crawl space. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's awesome. I, I call it the satanic closet altar candle collection. Yeah, because he's got like a good dozen or so candles burning in there, and it's just like a wood he's stairway like, oh under God, it. God, Tommy. No wonder mom doesn't want you hanging out with grandpa. It's like, oh, so everybody in the family just knows that grandpa's a Satanist. Yep. That's Who a known pumpkins, fact. Though. He grows <clears throat> the best pumpkins. I love this part. Yeah. Why do you keep it so stuffy in here? I like it that way. It's a fucking basement. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to buy me a dehumidifier, dude? Yeah. I spent all my money on this sick uh, race car poster. I, I just blew all I my cash on these candles. Oh, dude, there's a DC LaCroix La poster on the wall. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that on my tape. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't make out the musicians as well. And then after this scene, we cut to mom visiting her dead husband's grave, and she has a flashback of them cuddling in bed, and she starts crying. <laughs> crying over her husband and then we cut back to vera and beth who are wandering around outside and this is where beth asks vera if her brother looks as good out of his outfit as he does in it which is a weird thing to ask because it's, it's incredibly like, strange There's, well it's basically like hey you think your brother's hot right yeah you'd fuck your brother right <laughs> like some something yeah. i'm like, I'm, I'm like the person who write this just really into incest or something? I know. Or it's it's, it's, fucking it's spliced weird. in quite a bit. And like when your friend is like, I don't think you'd be good for him. It's like, whoa, you, like, you think I'm a slut? Like, that's <laughs> kind of rough. And then mom sneaks up behind them and it's like, it's like one of those POV things. It's like, ah, I just came from your father's grave. <laughs> you should pay your respects today. Yeah, total Debbie Downer action right here. Just like dropping a hard log on their good time. Because yeah. they were just like, goofing around yeah. having a good halloween it's like go visit dad's fucking grave but then best like i'll take vera through the cemetery for you mrs whatever your name is mrs grandpa yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut back to tommy's lady friend swimming in a pool in a white top and a bikini she by goes, herself yeah by herself she was waiting for tommy to show up I yeah. typically swim in white dress shirts. Yeah. And a bikini bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's I've because they're it. fun to take off. So I was when in Florida two weeks ago, man. That's yeah. All I did. You're do you dress that way when you're at Disney yeah. at, at their pool. Yeah. Thongs and buttons. Beautiful, <laughs> dude. And the way she takes off her bathing suit, so she goes inside. And the way she takes off her bathing suit with that little, like, I'd almost call it like the late 80s, early 90s, like, scoot. Where it's sort of like a oh, coming hips. down, like you're moving yep. your hips. People don't fucking do that. I don't think. I don't think that's a thing. I don't. Um, I definitely don't do that. De it's definitely a Skinamax thing. It's like uh, or a stripper thing. It's like to make it look like it's sexy when no one other than us is watching. There's no one else in the movie at that time. She's at home alone, um, which is where we end up getting our next round of peeping. 
mm-hmm. is about to about to appear. She also yes. says Tommy seven times oh, in a man. thirty minute or a thirty second <laughs> like time yeah. frame. Her bulb yeah. isn't burning too bright. No, she hears a noise. She's like, "Tommy, I knew you'd come, Tommy, Tommy." She's, she's hit her head on the headboard once. It's no times. Bob in House by the Cemetery, but it's uh, it's still a lot of Tommies. <laughs> I don't mean as an Bob. actor, but how many times they say Bob? It's just like it's like thirty six or forty sometimes. So yeah, it cuts to um, she sees a peeping um, a mask in the window, and the mask was created by a company called Be Something Studios, which oh. it's the mask is called the Hooded Fear Mask. And it was made by the same people that made the mask that's in the movie Rocktober Blood, which, which is called the Fang Face, or specifically the female Fang Face is the one that's in Rocktober Blood. Trick or Treat reissued those recently. Yeah, I've I seen didn't them. know until after they were gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of over mask. Like, I like them a lot, but I've the ones I've bought and spent money for, like good money, because I do have an original Rocktober Blood mask. It started to rot, and it's just like, well, that's not cool. Like, that doesn't maintain its value if it's gonna fucking rot on me. Greg and I were just talking about the paint job on the um, Halloween Kills masks. Yeah, it's really fucking bad. insane. Have you seen it? So yeah, it's terrible. So I love Trick or Treat Studios. Like, I think they were doing good work. Like, they did my Donald Trump They Live mask. Um, they did the uh, Dog Man shining. You know, the blowjob bear. Some people call it, but it's supposed to be Dog Man if you read the novel. Um. They did some really great. Uh, it doesn't say blowjob man in the novel. <laughs> <laughs> I read it and it doesn't. Uh, the dog, the dog man's a huge character yeah. in the book, and then he's just in the movie for like two seconds, just yeah. blowing a dude. Um, yeah, not my Michael Myers mask is in a trick or treat. That's an old Don Post Shatner, but um, trick or treat did some really great Michael Myers masks. They did the the Halloween twenty eighteen Michael Myers mask. You have that. Yeah, and it looks that great. Mask is awesome. Like they've done tons of Iron Maiden ones dude, that are really yeah, cool. Their stuff are beautiful. Return sculpts. of the Living Dead. They're ones. usually painted really well, but I don't know what happened in the last year and a half if they switched like their plant that makes it or what. But like the paint job and stuff in their masks has gone so horribly downhill that like the stuff looks bad now. Like it looks like like all their procs like in real life look like wish.com things compared mm-hmm. to their website now. Oh really? It's a yeah. it's it's really weird. Um just cuz they had such high quality before. Yeah. Like they well they made the Necronomicon thing I have too. And I've seen some of those are painted like shit. Like like uh painted in the way like how the all the old gray skulls are different. Yeah. Like some look like some just went, pfft, like a right. black like spray paint or like you know like they're just wildly well, different. I think some are painted at like one o'clock on a Tuesday, and yeah. some of them are painted at like midnight at the nursing home. Yeah. Oh wow, that's not good. It's really bad. Oh, is that yours? No. Oh, those are the, the ones that we're talking about. Oh, I didn't know if you, like I didn't know why you had the. Did picture. you see no, that? I just at, pulled it up. Like Spirit or something, or did you just find that in a search? I saw it because well, there tons of like, are posting right yeah. now too online. Like, what the fuck is this? The thing yeah. I saw was like people all at the theater, and everyone in the theater had the mask. So I don't know if like this showing they gave them out to everybody that went. Um, I think yeah, I saw that picture. It was just a sea of those faces, and I was like, God, those look terrible. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> uh, this part. Yeah, she like says, oh, "I think I need a drink now," and it's like, "I think you were gonna have a drink anyway." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, after she invites in yeah. to- Tommy, quote unquote, in the devil outfit. 
She's the kind of person to be like, oh, I'm so sad. I think I need a drink. And be like, oh, man, I'm super happy. I think I need a drink. Yes. I don't think that there's <laughs> any. Yeah. I have to go to the bathroom. I think I need a drink. It's a pretty long way to the bathroom. I should probably bring a fucking Bloody Mary that takes 10 seconds to make. It was already <laughs> poured. Oh, so she, I think she started it before she got in the shower. Yeah. That was her post-shower Bloody Mary, yeah. dude. She just sh- stuck the celery in there, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just pours him a glass of bourbon. Because... <laughs> You know, that's him. It has to be him. It couldn't possibly be anybody else behind that mask. Right. You know, and this, yeah, of course. If you say Tommy six times, I think it turns into Tommy. Yeah. 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 Definitely. When like, then, uh, she disrobes, we see the, you know, the pentagram tattoo, which like that was drawn in her ass with a Sharpie. Uh, and she says, be careful this time, Tommy. Last time you left a mark. And then she says, you can surprise me. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And she closes her <laughs> eyes, and the devil man stabs her in the side of the head with a gardening tool. <laughs> a three-pronged gardening tool that looks like, kind of like one of those little, uh, the the mini garden rakes that old women use, but for some reason it's on a big, long stick. It, it, it kind of <laughs> looks like, it's like if a little boy dressed up as the devil and was like, I took this from the garage, it's my pitchfork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's a good kill. You see the wound, and I I do think that the special effects, the practical effects in this movie yeah, are this good. Oh, yeah. Pretty Kills decent. are cool, for sure. Uh, and then the ripping Halloween sign at the building uh, takes me back to elementary school. It's like the sign that's hanging inside the building when they cut away to like where the party's happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Takes me back. The streamers and everything, they're getting ready. And earlier it showed them buying cases of beer to do this and you see a couple people drinking the beers and stuff which i think is awesome and a lot of these people are like like she's too old for this role (laughs) like just like mom is mom (laughs) is closer to grandpa's age everybody is too old for their role (laughs) yeah like uh, what age are they supposed to be you know high school kids maybe this is just how rough people look you know at this little quaint farming town yeah sure uh, Grandpa shows up and he delivers a bunch of pumpkins to his favorite little gal for the party. Jesus. And then he kind of makes a move on his on uh, his granddaughter. He's yeah. touching her too much, and the boyfriend's standing right there. Yeah, Brian. the boyfriend does the right thing and tries to stand up for his gal, um, which she doesn't even seem to care about. No. Yeah, she tries well, to blow it off as she's like kind of like uh, oh. uh, that's my grandpa. What's more upsetting is that the boyfriend, after she explains that it's her grandfather, he's just like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I tried to stop you being molested by a family member. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my business. <laughs> uh, and then Roger says hi to Grandpa when Grandpa's getting ready to leave, and Grandpa gives him some shit about being a goody two-shoes. Yeah. And, and, what's wrong with raising a little hell? He says... I say, damn your job. If it means your grandpa can't have any fun on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. He really is great. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, man. Uh, then what, what do we have? After and then this? that's when Roger meets Brian for the first time. Uh, yeah. He's a cop in a small town. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know. And they're a similar age. <laughs> yeah. Probably uh, went to school together. Yeah. Like, oh, nice <laughs> to meet you. Finally. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, everyone would know everybody. Brian's like, stuff. we were lab partners in school. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, there's like a rocker dude on a ladder that smashes a beer can on his head. It's like, go to the party, punker, rocker dude. Or what the fuck yeah. does he say? He says something like that. Yeah. And Roger's <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I, maybe that's why Roger, maybe Roger was a cool, like, 
punk rock kid in the small town. Then he became a cop. He didn't have time for squares like Brian back in the day. Yeah, that's probably what. Because <laughs> Brian's like, "Hey, I'm Brian." He's like, "Cool, what the fuck ever." And he starts talking to this punk guy instead. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "Oh, fuck yeah. me, I guess." Um, I mean, Brian doesn't look very impressive. And then Brian kind of wanders <laughs> off, and Roger starts talking to uh, Vera, and she's like, "So, do you like Beth? You know, which he does." And then yeah. he like goes inside and talks to Beth, and they immediately. I like her enough to fuck her today. Yes, in the graveyard. Yeah, of all places, <laughs> on Dad's grave. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that he get, goes in, and they immediately walk out, and she's like, "Since I'm done here, do you want to take me into custody?" <laughs> <laughs> and they cut the Vera and Brian making out. They're and, in bed disrobing. They're gonna do it. They're gonna trick or treat. It's about to happen. They are about. And to... then Tommy comes in and he fucking loses his shit. Yeah. More of this weird incest thing. He somehow gets assume. like a moral compass. You know, like he's upset that they're having sex, but no I one fucks like... my sister but me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do with this family. <laughs> Grandpa did it, so I'm gonna do it. And if uh, he picks his ass up and throws him out, and he's like, Jesus, yeah. he's like in his jeans, you know. Uh, Next time you're dead. Um, bad day for Brian. Regards to me and family members, yeah. dude. So Tom, yeah, then Tommy. <laughs> just, that's two red flags and like huge ones back yeah. to back. It's like just get away from this family. <laughs> At which point Tommy runs downstairs, puts on his headband, double checks his <laughs> toy, his toy switchblade. <laughs> it's blatantly like one of those things you got at the arcade for yeah, yeah. ten tickets. At the magic shop. Um, and then that's the, then it cuts to Brian cursing through the graveyard just like oh that tommy eh, if this doesn't be all end all kind of crap oh the one thing he does in that last scene i like too nate is he untucks his pentagram necklace yeah it's been on the whole time but he pulls it out now it's time to show the world <laughs> yeah, he's un- unsheathed oh and we see him pull <laughs> that we've seen yeah. that rubber mask so it's like oh it was tommy or yeah yeah the cut back to brian like he said cutting through the graveyard He's so pissed. He's still putting his pants back on. Yeah. Which I think you'd stop to do that. I don't think you'd want to wander around, especially in a small town like this where people would know everything that's going on. And that's when we see the costumed cloaked in the same robes as the original satanic orgy thing. Yeah. And everything since it's we see that with the mask. <laughs> we see it with the hooded fear mask in the graveyard. And Brian. Brian is, starts running. So, yeah. Tries to make a break for here. it. Which he doesn't know what from. It's broad daylight. It's actually a fairly flat, yeah. you know, area. And if you can't outrun someone in a cloak like that, yeah. I don't know, dude. Well, I think I he's outrunning and... him, but then he trips into the big fucking hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn hole, man. Yeah, those big uh, holes are terrible. <laughs> the deeper the worse with those, right? Yep, just a little uh, bit. But this big giant hole has a bunch of skeletons in it and stuff. Um and this, uh, I would say, this is my favorite kill in the movie right here. Um, the, so the the mass devil man, or just call him mass devil man, or I don't know. We can call him the hood of fear. Hood, the hood of fear. The name of the mass. The hood of fear. The hood of fear shows up with the shovel. Brian gives you know the classic. Oh no, please don't do. And he fucking shoves the shovel into the side of his head, and it's like you see it penetrate, and like his brains there and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. I really dig that kill. That like kind of like the kill for Nora too. Like the gore effect is just it looks great. I thought yeah. it was you know? uh I thought it was a dummy, but it wasn't. They really killed Brian. Yeah, yeah. it was the he's, last day of the shoot. Absolutely dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's sometimes you have to. I mean, if you want to save money. Yeah. Well, you got to sacrifice for your art. <laughs> 
That's why, like, the lower-budget wrestling franchises, like, actually get hurt, you know, because they can't afford all the fucking Hollywood mirrors and fog and whatnot. Vera calls Roger to talk about how upset she is with Tommy. But it's actually a pretty chill conversation, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, then after the call, Mom shows up looking pretty dirty from working in the orchard. You treat me like the enemy when all I want to do is keep my family together. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, he, he's 18. He's, he's got to, like, do something or whatever. Mom's a, a bit much. But then we get some cool shit here. This is when then we get some cult action. We welcome the night. We honor the master. It's cult ritual time! <laughs> um... And they then they share the blood. But where's the blood from? Is it Brian's Norris? I don't know. Do you know? No, I don't. I don't know. It's just blood. <laughs> it's blood. It's blood. And there's, again, we have a nude lady. Mm-hmm. Mm, they induct a new member to the cult. I want to know what her story is. Yeah, is she live in this town? She's a yeah. nude, bleach blonde woman. You'd who, think she'd uh, have to have moved nude there. Nude woman needed for, ritu- you know, for ritual sacrifice. So if High Pike being the, we would assume, the high priestess of this clergy of evil men um why the fuck would he be like trying to rape his family when there's like i mean if he is the high priestess let's yeah. just use catholicism as an example right usually well, a lot of rape there there'd be some enter <laughs> yeah, yes yes you'd be where's your slide whistle you, the Catholics you could uh entertain the thought that maybe this new inductee they could work in like and high pike is the fuck you you know what i mean yeah. like well, for what all you know, he is. Do? What if, like, everyone in this town's his fucking illegitimate children? It's possible. Um, he could be centuries old. As we find out, there is a magical element mm-hmm. to this film, if not something uh, of a demonic sort. Ooh. So they uh, they induct this new member into the cult, uh, who they brand with a pentagram on her butt cheek, which is the same placement as Nora's pentagram. And this branded pentagram looks the exact same as the pentagram Nora's butt. So I don't know if we're supposed to be implied that she was I think we're assuming Nora's part of it. Because she knows that it's his big day. Yeah. They're going to celebrate because it's his big day. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to go bloody Marys and fuck. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know that, like, maybe Tommy's (laughs) was going to kill her or whoever. (laughs) So that was, you know. Uh, I like when she gets branded on the ass. She just goes, uh. (laughs) Yeah. It hurts more (laughs) than that, I bet. I mean, have you been branded before, Greg? Uh. (laughs) Or as Prince would say, oh. I would think it would almost hurt more. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it would almost hurt more sitting on it, like for the next couple of weeks, than the initial burn. Well, you okay? You like that one? Mm, sorry, it was good. Oh, <laughs> hurt me. Um, and then Ro- Roger and Beth. This is where they went to the graveyard. That's right. And then they come upon some children. Just some kids are treating. He pulls a fucking gun on him. Really <laughs> accurate, like a real cop move. Yeah. Hey, you better get out of here, or he'll shoot you, dude. When she says "go home, kids," he was about to shoot you. He says so like fun loving, like what the yeah. fuck is going on here? Uh, and they're like, "We're just trying to pick up the candy we dropped here." It's like, well, go home, kids. Yeah. Yeah, go home, kids. He was about to shoot you. Yeah. We're about to have an ice cold grave fuck. Dude, she <laughs> you says, can see their breath. You can imagine how miserable yeah. that whole scenario would really be. She says, ever made it on a grave before? Yeah. And they they actually do not show the sex scene. It's just like a bing bang boom. You see her grab a hand that's like covered in dirt and she goes, Oh, your hands are so cold. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which comes back later. She says, I could tell you liked it. 
and he puts on his helmet, doesn't give her one. So that shows like his regard for her. Usually you'd give the helmet to the woman or whoever's on the back, I think. True. I don't know, common but that courtesy, seems common courtesy. Because this is a safe place to talk about these things, I've had sex in a cemetery before. Was it cold out? It was not cold out, but I felt incredibly weird about it. Yeah. Mostly yeah. because there was ghouls touching his taint. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like I've never been able to like not have a three-way sense because I got used to the embracing of my ass from the ghouls. <laughs> they uh <laughs> But so tell yeah. us about Bone in the Graveyard. Was it spooky? It wasn't it was during the middle of the day. Oh. I just felt incredibly weird about it. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> uh we were walking through and this person said uh, do it in their I voice. I want to fuck right now. And no, I was do, like, do the I voice. Really Can you do their voice? Lose. No. It was, I want to fuck right yeah, now. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's fuck. <laughs> yeah, your turn. Uh, <laughs> but no, I was, I just felt incredibly weird about it. And she made me. The ceremony of blood. Dude, what full fan Jack played this role? He could have, at least voice wise. Hey, it's Hogan from the Fright Zone, and I'm in a big fucking hole. While I'm down here, I figured I'd just say, thanks for listening. Yeah, like and subscribe. And if you're on social media, hit us up at Fright Zone Podcast on Instagram. Or drop us a line via email on our website, thefrightzone.com. You know what's cool? The fact that you take time out of your busy day to listen to the Fright Zone Podcast. Please take time to rate and review the show on Apple, iTunes, or wherever you listen to the show. You know what else would be cool? What? I can't hear you! Well, it would be cool if you could check out our new Patreon page, which you can find the link for on our website. Anything helps us to get Hogan out of this godforsaken hole, whether it be a rope, a ladder, or some kind of chain. And hurry! The defecation bucket is reaching maximum load capacity! Oh, God. And now, back to the program. <laughs> Why are you guys making those noises? Help! Cut to the mercenaries ripping up at the Halloween party. There's some pretty decent tunage going on. I, I definitely would buy a soundtrack if they put one out with like all the songs in it with the synth. Like, why doesn't this that exist? Seems like something that um, Terrorvision would do. Terrorvision would do, yeah, yeah. Um, or even like. Vinegar Syndrome, or like there's a couple other like mid-level labels that are lesser known, like uh, Enjoy the Ride Records. <laughs> I could see them doing it. Somebody needs to do it, man. This is high pack, and I'm saying you better release that soundtrack. <laughs> the one with the blood. You can do, <laughs> you can, you can do blood colored vinyl. <laughs> Picture disc with my face upon it. Wow. <laughs> hey, hi. Hello, Good to Gregory. see you here. Back from the grave to be a guest in the Fright Zone? Really cool of you. I heard you were doing my hit feel on Hacko Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> Did you bring some pumpkins? You can have the pick of the patch. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if like pumpkins are a big part of his like income. Uh, I get the idea that that's like one of the ways he makes money. And he's just giving them all away. So that's, that's not very smart. <laughs> he definitely, in the first part, has a much larger truck. And in the second scene, in the future, he's driving like a Nissan truck. So I think that the pumpkin business isn't doing too well. <laughs> he's, he's using all the money just to <laughs> buy all those fancy robes for his homies and his eyeliner. Yeah. 
This is the best eyeliner money can buy. <laughs> and I would say at this point, we're almost to what, like, this would be like the third act, really. This is this movie's only 90 minutes yeah. long. Yeah. I mean, so we're, that, we're, that makes we're getting it really there fun. For sure. Um, so, yeah, the Halloween party's in full effect. Roger strolls in with a big smile on his face because you just got some. And we're talking about one of those pocket pussies that Hogan loves so much. Yeah. Um, Splish Splosh is the brand. <laughs> Of pocket books? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, you've been researching this. <laughs> yeah, uh, and a lady at the party starts stripping, and everyone's having a good time. Because a lady, a woman. A woman. <laughs> Someone's grandmother. Look closely. Hit play. I mean, she had like uh, a she oh. had a mask covering her eyes, but but there's a reason. <laughs> I was, and it's fine. Not saying that that's not someone's thing. That could be anyone's kink, whatever, dude. But in the scene, the people that are being stoked on it are like a young punk rocker who's laying on the floor, Mm -hmm. and like just people that would be like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Everyone's kind of standing there, like, yeah, okay, yeah. And she's not that good at dancing. She's kind of sliding (laughs) around a little bit. She like goes way too fast. I mean, if you're the only stripper at the whole party. Make it last at least a song. It's like <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. She's like just basically you're, naked. You're done and you put on a new outfit doesn't make it as exciting as the first time. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, outside, a dude tells everyone about how they're missing the stripper and proceeds to tell some horrible jokes. And luckily, all these people are wasted, so they think his jokes rule. Uh, in real life, this horrible comedian's name is Wild Bill Tucker. I haven't seen anything else from this guy, but based off of this... I'm not a fan. Yeah. Joe Bob talks about how they did a couple shows together on the, on that episode of that, that, that he did of this, that like, he's like, Oh, I know. I knew that guy. And like, he was friends or something. You might know Mm-mm. more. I don't know what fact you have, No, but he was like, he knew that fact. <laughs> my fact was just the guy's name. That he I think he good. was literally just around and they needed somebody to fill time. No, my only thing I wrote was whose nephew was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I, yeah. Somebody yeah. needed a favor. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, like a that's like at least a three minute comedy bit that dude puts. It's on. bad. There's even a part that is prop oriented where he like must carry around feathers, feathers to, to pretend he's yeah. a turkey and he's like, he's doing the stupid face and then he like pretends he gets shot. Uh, yeah, it's just really, really bad. If it, you edited that entire thing out of this movie, I think it'd be perfect. Yeah, that that this I would. Yeah, I would say this is the absolute worst part of the entire film. Yeah. I mean, the snake charming part is a little dumb, but I can accept it because of the connection to the voodoo stuff and oh. the Satanism. And I'll watch, like, okay, I'll watch a cool. girl writhe around with a snake crawling on her all day over some fucking podunk piece of shit comedian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, so then Varen What Beth- hours are we talking? Like a work day? <laughs> yeah, or Like sure. 24 hours. I like yeah. that when they go into this, though, too, that cowboy goes, howdy, ma'am. Need a cow poke? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh so then Vera and Beth are getting cleaned up and talking shop, and Vera <laughs> wants to know where Beth had sex with her brother. Cut to them in the graveyard. Strolling they around. leave the party to go so she can show him where they had sex, yeah. Yeah. which is super strange. <laughs> yeah. I have revisiting the scene of the crime. <laughs> but look, like they're like literally yeah. getting ready. It's like, so where did you have sex with my brother? Let's go. Oh, I'll, I'll show, show you. you right now. Yeah. You see that pile Who's of dirt right the there? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, Vera notices there's a hand in the dirt, and she thinks it's another prank Oh, from you're Beth. goofing on me. Like, first he got me the spider, now you got the fake hand. And she goes to pull the hand, and then we discover 
It's Brian's It's her corpse. fucking boyfriend. Oh, oh. What do you think that's like? You realized you were fucking on top of your best friend's dead boyfriend? Oh, man, it's great. <laughs> it's a solid moment that's happening currently. I know this is the cold hand part. Oh, new high five. Sun <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vera vows to get Tommy. If it's the last thing she'll do. Yeah. Uh, then we cut back to the band ripping at the party again. Uh, and Vera and Beth go to the barn. Where Grandpa and his satanic cult buddies are doing their Halloween rituals. I love that Vera just tells Beth to wait outside. It's a family matter. Stay here, Beth. <laughs> it's so good. I just love, like, like he just, if you really thought your brother murdered someone, and you're like, come with me, but just stay out here. I'm going in solo. Like, yeah. no, you know a your murderer. Gran- you know your grandpa is a crazy Satanist and that there's probably some shit going on in there because you are aware that that's and that's where your dad died and you're just gonna go there on halloween Remember time night? grandpa brought the car to the house yeah, and yeah. your dad was barbecued in front of your house yeah that that whole problem started at the barn and when she comes in grandpa just goes right up to her and says you have intruded on the ceremony of blood <laughs> and now you must pay the price for this sacrilege i love your grandpa by the way that's great <laughs> This might be my favorite Nate voice I've heard in this uh, Fright Zone thing so far. Gotta have that little lisp in the background. (laughs) For Satan. So the cultists put Vera in some shackles, and Grandpa gives Tommy the task of killing Vera to prove himself to the master. Um, Tommy cuts Vera loose and tells her to run. And then Vera runs back to Beth, (laughs) and they go to find Roger. But then back in the barn, Grandpa tells Tommy... This is the part that I thought he seemed kind of like Emperor Palpatine, where he's talking and he tells him, you know, uh, that no one matters but the master. You know, he uh, says, you have failed the master (laughs) and shamed me. (laughs) And then he gets real sad. Looks like he's kind of crying. Yeah, he's really (laughs) bummed. I mean, I mean, how many years has he been invested in Tommy being like the next priest? Which is kind of what you find out later. Thirteen, at least. At least thirteen. This is where he says, "I know now what I must do. I have no choice." (laughs) And so Tommy gets booted. He takes off. He starts running. Cut back to the party. A belly dancer rides around with a snake at the party while mom lights a candle in the jack-o'-lantern back at home. And then back at the party. Which is way too late to be lighting your jack-o'-lantern. It's a weird shot. It's weird that like we cut to the party and then we cut to the mom lighting the jack-o'-lantern for 20 seconds. Well, first and then she we cut puts right up back a, to it. a wreath on the door with her oh, dead yeah, husband's name on it. It's like just so when the kids come home, they can remember Happy their Halloween. dead father. <laughs> this is your father's. Why don't memorial. you want to hang out around here? Don't you want to talk about your dead father all the time? Go visit his grave right now. Look, I carved a jack o' lantern. <laughs> Wait, where did you guys go? I thought we were going to talk about your dead father. <laughs> Do you remember the time he died yeah. at Halloween? Uh, Let's talk a, about it. And then we go back to the party again, and the lady makes a pass at Roger. And she, the, the, I wrote down this line because it made me laugh. Is that a real gun? Sometime when you're off duty, I'd love to pull your trigger. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and then the girls get back to the party and they tell Roger all about what's going on. So then he, uh, he takes off. Um, and then the lady that had just made a pass at Roger goes to the bathroom. And then what were we calling Devil Man? Fear Mask? Um, give me a second. Hooded. Fear. And then the hooded fear devil cultist man shows up in the party 
and kills the lady that just made a pass at Roger. And he kills him by tightening her corset and then stabbing her, which is... Yeah, murder by corset. One of it's the great. more bizarre kills I've seen in a horror movie, honestly. Yeah. It's strange. She's like, oh, hi, stranger. There's a guy out there like, would you tighten my corset? <laughs> Guys like when these things look I like... Mean, my titties look big. You know? She's also talking about the young sheriff. She's like, I just came here for one dance. <laughs> but then I met this dashing young sheriff. I think I'll take him home. Just like straight up, like she's like gonna take him home and do it with him. Whatever book, whatever book we read for the do Patreon what? has gonna to be set in the sex. south, so Nate can narrate the entire thing. <laughs> oh, and also we left out the fact that like when that's happening, the pre the party when it pans into frame, you see the hooded. We just fucking said it. Hooded, hooded fear. fear. Under the stairs, chilling in the corner. Yeah. I don't think we said that, did we? I didn't notice it. Oh, yeah. He's he's chilling in the corner. I mean, we don't know which one it is. Not that I don't not. Is this a spoiler? Kinda. I don't know who it is. Yeah. At this point, it's like I start to wonder if like some of the kills were some person, some of the kills were someone else. Because like Tommy was definitely unhinged enough at the beginning to have been the culprit he on was. a couple of the kills. But then we start to think that maybe, you know, his family's more important and grandpa's satanic problems. Uh, this guy's like the poor man Steve Gutenberg. Uh, <laughs> this comedian is... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, fuck him, it, Artie. Artie. Fuck like, him up. Fuck this guy. Fuck that guy, Artie. He's a poser. <laughs> He's not even funny. It's, it's pretty hilarious how much Artie does love watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the dog, dude. Yeah, Artie. Yeah. <laughs> Show him your disappointment. Um, at which point so then Roger the Sarge and some other cop enter the barn and it's empty it's like where are they rookie <laughs> well, wasn't Roger <laughs> at the party to protect the people at the party yeah why is he leaving because he heard that there's all these there's a satanic well, cult killing to, people he had to fuck Beth in the graveyard well earlier yeah, yeah. dude so I forgot to mention that. that after you get back to the motorcycle did you notice that over his police outfit he's wearing a members only jacket <laughs> that's pretty sweet <laughs> where he also basically says I don't think you should be hanging out with my sister cause you're bad you're, you're a bad influence yeah. it's like man everyone thinks she's a slut <laughs> so it's alright though because someone's about to save him like a year of bad phone calls crazy <laughs> her showing up Places being like, oh, you're here too. <laughs> Me too. No Hold more cemetery hand. smashing though. <laughs> yeah, uh, but not. That's also a little oh, bit of. A oh, oh wait, I got a better name for it. <clears throat> no more graveyard smash. <laughs> yeah, no graveyard hey. smash. <laughs> oh man, sign up for our Patreon. So you can obvious. hear Brian's graveyard smash story in full. <laughs> He's gonna Absolutely. reenact it. I will. I will narrate the entire thing. He's gonna reenact it with the blow-up doll. We're gonna film the whole thing. Yep. We're gonna go to the actual graveyard it took place. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that far. Right. Um, <laughs> Middle so, of the day. Yep. <laughs> Someone film. actually signs up for the Patreons. Like, where the fuck is that? It's already I did this. Yeah. Um, so back at the party, Beth's trying to help Vera fix her makeup, and they spot the dead body of the lady who just got iced in the bathroom uh, with the corset, and they assume she just passed out. And then the devil man exits the closet and begins strangling Beth while Vera is in the other room. And he pulls her into the closet. And then Vera re-enters the bathroom and discovers <laughs> Beth's dead body in the closet. And then tries to wake up the other lady with the corset death and realizes she's dead too. And then she runs right up uh, to the devil man thinking it's Tommy. And the devil man unmasks and surprise. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> And then another masked devil man enters the party. 
And, and it's, it's Tommy. time for a showdown. It's time. We, it's Tommy, right? And then he fights Grandpa to the death. It's, and this is actually pretty surprising. Like the core, <laughs> the choreography yeah. of going up those steps, I thought was pretty great. I immediately mm. thought about the Princess Bride. Yep. And I was like thinking about that kind of like the parlaying up the stairs or yeah. whatever the the move yeah. would be called. And uh, just like yeah, like somebody sat down and said, you know, let's yeah. practice this. Because in a movie of this caliber, commonly this scene would be lacking. It, the fight scene would just be It'd like be kind really of a, a push and pull, but they are hitting weapons together and cla- clanging and clashing. I can't do clashing, uh, I'm, and I'm sure it's not at least not high pike at this point because he, they still have the masks on. Um, I was trying to be look. They definitely, if it was, did he do his own stunts? A stunt <laughs> guy. They definitely put the gut on him in the shirt. Yeah, because that's the other thing about when when Grandpa, everyone else, the robe looks pretty sinister but when he wears it you can always see like his flannel button down that's tucked into his like dungarees with his belt that like you get for christmas when you're a grandpa yeah like right here yeah and you're just like why is everyone else wearing black and he's just wearing his farmer stuff (laughs) like it takes it makes it silly looking kind of Farming is working two full-time jobs. There's no time for resting. Like, everyone at the party is like, hey, that's that guy who's always selling pumpkins on the back of his pickup truck. He's dressed like Satan. I mean, um, you can also say that it's definitely not Grandpa and a couple of the kills just based on height. Because he's a foot shorter than um, he's a tiny than man. Christopher. Uh, is that his name? One, two. His name is Tommy? Oh, yeah, I know. But the actor. <laughs> the real actor's height. Uh, so, okay, so they, they have the duel to the death. And, uh, you know, they fall to the ground. It's Grandpa. You know, he's dying. And then Roger's there. And it's like, Grandpa. And he's talking to him. He's like, Roger. Well, you, you want to get, you want to deliver this line. You got the best Grandpa voice. Go for it. Let's see. The duel. And then uh, he says, Roger. The, the powers in the yeah. I, oh, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Roger. The power is in the blood. <laughs> then he, he, like, holds his hand up in the love symbol. <laughs> and it's the devil the devil symbol <laughs> hand signal and he pokes him in the eye <laughs> the gypsy and uh yeah he this like little red orb kind of goes into his head <laughs> does it yeah. Did i miss that you i didn't, didn't see, see it that. dude it's coming you don't see the, you didn't see the little red orb <laughs> i hope it's just a no, fucking like no. video it, defect on your tape <laughs> that'd be funny <laughs> i didn't see that <laughs> okay well let's watch. watch it when it comes up here yeah yeah uh, <laughs> there's a little red orb that exits Grandpa's hand and sits in front of his head, and then it cuts away. In front of Grandpa's head or Tommy's no? Sorry, in front, head? Of, in front of Roger's head. No, Roger. It explains the end. What? He's he's wow. pos- he's possessed. I'm watching for this shit here. He's possessing Roger. I mean, you I guys su- too busy taking notes. No, yeah. hold on here. <laughs> I assumed that was what was happening, but I didn't see any fucking magical. There's a little red, red orb. orb. You'll little see it. Red. It looks it looks like a red orb version of the laser beams from the Devil's Sun video. Oh my god. Okay. Fucking Nate just unlocking we'll all the it. shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye out for it soon here. It's because so, the power uh, is in the blue. So as Tommy flees the party, Roger shoots him. And then Tommy runs off into the woods, injured. He digs a hole in the ground, which I think he puts the mask in. And then we realize, oh my god, it's not Tommy. It's mom. Yeah. Uh, she goes to the graveyard and was probably yeah, the most she, emotional scene of the movie. Yeah. She's she crying, collapses running. on her dead husband's grave. She's crying. She's bleeding out. And then Tommy comes to the graveyard and he comforts his mom. Tommy tells her he loves her. And then she passes happy 
that the family is now safe because she's ended Grandpa's reign of terror. Cut to the cult in the barn again. Born again in the barn again. The cult leader turns, and it's revealed that Roger is now the cult leader. Oh, shit. And he says, we welcome the knights. And he's holding this goblet, like kind of like a, the Holy Grail. <laughs> he the Holy Roger. Grail? <laughs> Junior. And then it cues... <laughs> You're the devil's son. You're the devil's son. Give us one, Hogan. <laughs> Jesus. What? Sorry, it was like choking on this bubbly. Yeah, I can do another one. You're the devil's son. <laughs> You're the devil's son. <laughs> and then the credits roll. Roll credits. And we're left with the fact that this is going to happen again. Oh, fuck. The stone cold fact. I'm just waiting for Moondra to come out of retirement and make Hackle Iron 2, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's not doing anything else. I was sitting reading the entire credits, and under unit production manager, it just said, dude. Dude. <laughs> dude. Yes. I was like, what? Like, is he ashamed? That's what I know. My guess is that it was actually film. the director, and he just. I've I've heard of that where directors don't want you to Dude. look at it and be like, oh, he did everything. Mm -hmm. They want you to think there was a lot of hands involved, so they just make up names of people. We did that in the Maybe Night they Stories ran out of videotape. Instead of just saying Night <clears throat> Stories, Night Stories, Night Stories. Yeah. When I was younger, my dad used to have this guy that worked for his construction company, and my dad didn't know his name, and everybody just called him Dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Oh, this bail. movie. I've definitely had the most fun with that I've had so far in this third viewing. Again, first viewing, kind of forgot about the movie, you know. But I had no hype around it when I saw it the first time either. It was like I watched it in a party, someone else's house it was there. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. This is kind of cheap movie. Didn't it wasn't holding my attention. Um, second viewing with Joe Up thought it was pretty cool. This third viewing had a lot of fun. Uh, but Nate, I know this is like your jam. So do we want to? Do you want to give your frights first, or do you want Hogan and I to throw ours out before you you drop yours on us? Because I know you're a super fan. You brought a ton of shit, which we should get into that, too, all these goodies you brought. Yeah, so I'm, I but. am a big fan. Uh, well, I could start with what I brought. Um, well, I just know what it is. So I brought, there's two versions that were released on VHS. As Greg said at the beginning, it's also known as Halloween Night and Death Mask. Death, Death Mask. Mask was, I love that title. was like a pre-production title that I do think was used in like Germany or something. There was somewhere that it did get used. But I do have an original uh, booklet that was found at the director's house that is a promotional item with one of the first drawings that was ever done for it, which is just an awesome pumpkin with the hooded fear mask on it. It says, a bloody, <clears throat> a bloody moon, a scream of fear, a night of living hell. <laughs> and I could give us the shit. I have to do this stuff now. Throws on our Patreon. I could do an open version, too. Oh. It's... The gatefold that's the sick part. And the, when Massacre was getting all the shit for their release of this... Massacre um, video. They, uh, he, he found some of these at his house and then offered them for sale on his site, and that's where I got it. Um, the Atlas Production Company, or Atlas Entertainment Corporation... I'm just going to pick these up instead of looking at them from a distance. From a distance. Ooh. Which I don't know year-wise. Let's see if we can find a year. I've never done this. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
but I do believe that the Legacy Entertainment with the title Hack O Lantern was like the 1988 release, and that the Atlas Entertainment would have been like an early 90s release. And it does say from the director of Night Eyes on this version, and does not say High Pike really big on it. Um, it's called Halloween Night on this version, which I'm sure was just hyping on the fact that everyone knows what Halloween is, the movie Halloween, and thought maybe someone would rent it based on that. It does have... Calling two more... attention that takes place on Halloween, though, does seem like a good move. Yeah, this doesn't you know. really. Hack yeah. lantern doesn't really accept... They think of a jack-o'-lantern, but... Yeah. yeah. That cover art's way cooler. This? Yeah. Yeah. Let, Plus, me, let me see that, baby. It's probably more Path accurate. Dude, the highlight of that box is when you flip it over in the upper right-hand corner, there's a photo that is not from the movie. You mean this babe in lingerie with a gun? Yeah. Like, who's (laughs) that? Yeah, yeah. She's she's doing some window peeping through some lines. Like, they obviously had, like, a spot for a photo, didn't know what to put there. They could have just put this mask there or something. That would have worked. But instead, it's a stock photo of a lady who's peeping, holding a gun. You definitely (laughs) have to... Show this on the uh, yeah. I could page. I could send you a picture of that. <laughs> but the other photo that seems to be really popular on certain releases here is where she's getting her bloody Mary that she already had prepared. Oh really? Yeah, because it's yep. here and here. Is it on this one too? Yeah, they could have put this picture no. right here, <clears throat> or even this Tommy with his shirt off makes more sense. At least he's in the movie. Right. Well, as long as we're talking about the physical media releases, uh, I got the uh, Blu-ray release. Well, Hogan and I both had the Blu-ray release from Massacre Video. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary limited edition. It comes with both a DVD and a Blu-ray. It's a beautiful 2K restoration from the original camera negative. Uh, remastered 2.0 stereo mix and the original mono mix. Uh, some special features, some interviews with some of the stars. Rare public access interview with some people. Uh, including the director, uh, Jag Mundra. Uh, Did you yeah. watch any of the special features? No. Oh, man. I will get into it at some point. I was you cramming, should. guys. I, I mean, I've been I've been grinding getting this Night Stories video finished. Editing that episode, setting up the Patreon stuff, um, going to horror movies. <laughs> so the special yeah. features of this, there's um, three of them talking about the movie, and it's on like a, a public access show. And it's probably like a 65, 70-year-old woman that's interviewing them on, on public broadcast. And it's on Valentine's Day, and there's all sorts of like pink and red balloons and teddy bears and chocolates everywhere. Oh, wow. It's incredibly fucking strange. That is strange. With okay, oh, um, I forgot to continue my the. So after this, I was going to say the fright. So it's out of five. We've established yes, that. Yes, out five frights. Um, in case this is your first episode, it's one to five frights. One being, um, I don't know, like worst would be zero frights. One would be like <laughs> like yeah. scream three, five <laughs> being trick or treat. Rammer, Rammer, Tree are the highest we've given. Hold on, I can pull out. We should actually. I have a keep track. Oh, I do. Oh, I know, but I mean, like, have it prepared, Greg. It's like uh... I do. That's why I'm getting out right now, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Let me look up my stats. Okay, Uh, the lowest film we've raided so far was My Bloody Valentine 3D, which is from 2009, same year as Trick or Treat. We gave that one and a half frights. The two highest films we've given, Trick or Treat. I feel like I had more fun with it than that. And Rammer. you have to, yeah, that, yeah. It's, not but, to watch again immediately. Well, in the moment, though, it's because what you said was you're like, I have to rate it lower because 
I need a base of <laughs> yeah. how low something is. Yeah. So this is definitely a staple for the October season. I watch mm-hmm. it every year. Um, I don't know how many views on it. I'm maybe at like 15, I would guess, like solid start to finish views. Mm-hmm. And like you said about just watching it three times, it does get better with every viewing. Mm-hmm. With that said, and with the conversation we just had with the baseline, I would still give it a three because it is not as good as Reanimator or Trick or Treat. But it is really fun. It's really solid. I would recommend it to anybody that's into slasher movies. Mm-hmm. If you're not into slashers, you're probably not going to like wade through some of the like what some people would consider poor acting. But I feel like a good story and a fun movie can overshadow the acting quality quite a bit. And in this film, High Pike is not phoning this in. He's great. He is he makes getting an Oscar when this comes out. You yeah. know, like <laughs> he knows that he's probably, I mean, can you imagine how his body feels <laughs> at this age? Like yeah. he's probably like, he knows he's probably doesn't have a lot of movies left and he, he doesn't in fact. Um, and so he's going for it. Yeah. That's not him. We got, he's, swing, he's swinging way too hard for that to be Mr. Pike. Right? Says you. Yeah. We're watching the dual, the dual sequence. We're looking for this yeah, red this orb. Is choreographed oh, yeah. very, very well. <clears throat> Hogan, how many frights do you oh, give it? Dude, and these. I oh, I actually... didn't even say how. Did I say three yet? Oh. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember if I actually said my yeah, number no, or if I just babbled. What were you going like to say, Hogan? When I, so when I was done, I made a list of the things that I liked. And based on that, I gave it 3.5. Wow. I also gave it three. 3.25. The thing I think that, that really did it for three. me was the fact that there were so many middle-aged teenagers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. I the, think you know, I would, if I, I get, if you I take get, out that, oh, I got to see, I got to see this orb hey, there. You, I, I've not seen it in my three viewings. Well, I guess I don't really remember. Take out that comedian and I'd give it a four. I would give it a half of right. Oh, how did I not see that? Because if you look away for a second, you wouldn't see yeah, it. Yeah, it definitely should have been there longer. Well, yeah. and also that, in my mind, it drifted from his hand up. I was off. hoping nothing was going to happen <laughs> at all. So you'd be like, "Oh fuck!" Uh, no, dude, he transferred his fucking being into him. Yeah, you didn't no, see that? My, that's yeah. I gave it. I also gave it three. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I just, I thought it was a solid three. It's like you know what? This is fun. It's not the best horror movie I've ever seen. I've uh, you know, it's not the best slasher I've ever seen. But it's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it's like I can absolutely see watching this every October going forward. I think so. what's fun about revisiting it is there's so many fun lines, and there's so many fun kills and things that are happening that you look forward to them as you're watching it. So like each subsequent viewing, you remember more of it, and so you get excited more. Huh. One of the things when I can't find a lot of information, you know, after uh, watching one of these movies. Mm-hmm. I like to read other people's reviews. Yeah. Because a lot of times you can learn some stuff in there too. But this one I didn't, but this is probably one of my favorite reviews ever. It just says, wild satanic gesturing. Four stars. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true. (laughs) They didn't make any of that up. You can't lie about that stuff. But yeah, I think it's a solid three frights. I mean... I, I realistically think if it's a good horror movie, like it's it's actually just good. I think three's where most horror movies are going to sit. I I think beyond that is when it's like top tier. Like a e- even a four fright to me is like 
That's pretty fucking good. And yeah. five's like it's absolutely a classic. I think three's a pretty fair, like that's a good horror film. You're gonna watch it at least once a year. Yeah. You know, stick up for it in arguments. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh but yeah, it's this movie is super fun. Um so hey, it's Halloween time. So I guess like I know we've all seen Halloween Kills. Do you want to talk about Halloween Kills at all? I think we probably well, have thoughts on that. I guess it would be a spoiler alert. Spoiler if you, alert! If, if you haven't seen so we're done talking about Hack-A-Lantern. Yes. Great movie. Check it out. <laughs> if you have not seen Halloween Kills and do not want spoilers, do not listen to the last bit of this. Uh, Maybe before we talk about Halloween Kills, then real fast, we can do our stuff we normally do at the end of the episode. So if people want spoilers, they can tune out. Hey, as always, guys, like and subscribe. Um, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Uh, if you're on Instagram, hit us up at Fright Zone Podcast. Check our website, thefrightzone.com. We have a link to our Patreon there. Uh, if you dig what we're doing and want to support, um, feel free to become a patron, a Fright Zonian, get your status official. And sharing it is a huge help, whether you're sharing like a photo from the movie and tagging us in it so we see that you saw it, or <laughs> if you use the cards that we put up and repost them, anything you can do to like draw attention does help us. So thank you to people that do do that. Yeah. And so uh, as of today, we literally put our Patreon up today, October 20th, um, and we have one member so far. So we're going to give a shout out to our very first official Fright Zonian, uh, stalker level Fright Zonian, Adam! I thought you were saying his last name. <laughs> Is there a last name? Or you want us all to say Adam? I don't know. Should we say his last name? Do we want to yell people's last names? No, Is that I don't weird? Know. Usually you would say like whatever... Um, be like their so, handle yeah like terrorize 69 fuck let me log into our Patreon and see if this guy has a handle because adam <laughs> what's up adam <laughs> oh fuck oh god oh adam's sweet everyone knows an adam yeah oh that's funny yeah we don't want to be i'm fucking giving see, free shout outs to adams yeah <laughs> okay so are we saying then that what we need to do is say people's handles that's usually what it is. So the only ha only thing I have for a handle is their Discord handle. Otherwise, I would only have their name to give. So we're gonna, what do we want to do? Just say the guy's name and start yelling shit or what? Like it's their birthday? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. So shout out to our very first patron. Subscribe in day one. Stalker level. Shout out to our stalker Frightzonian. Adam! <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Hartwick 6661 And uh, if we get no other patrons, Adam, expect <laughs> us to shout you out every fucking episode until we get more people. Um, <laughs> we each just got five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess I'm gonna go get a, a buffet dinner. Oh fuck! Okay. Um, okay. Thanks for two forties of Mickey's. <laughs> okay. Um, Looks like I don't have to <laughs> rob anyone to buy rolling papers tonight. <laughs> but hey, if you want a shout out on an episode, become a patron. Any tier, we'll give you a shout out in at least one episode. Unless your name's Adam, you're the only member, then we'll shout you out every episode. <laughs> Um, but, uh, thank you so much, uh, for the support, everyone. Um, we'll try to get some cool stuff going on the blog. Uh, expect us to 
probably put a monthly post. Each one of us will write something about what we're listening to, watching, just random shit from our nerd lives. And uh, yeah. <laughs> there is a tier um, where we will do a movie that you suggest. So check that shit out. And uh, yes. I mean, I'd say just go check it out. See if any of it looks appealing. Yeah. Um, what gonna, if it's something really bad? Ah, that's what if a we good have to question. Watch, like The Conjuring Two. Ooh, no one would do that. But somebody uh, would. Oh, maybe. So if you, uh, I don't know if you two even read the copy on the Patreon, but I did make a note that said we reserve the right to decline a movie oh, respectfully, thanks. but we will absolutely do a movie of your choice. But we do reserve the right to respectfully decline. Okay. Hail Satan for that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that tier would be known as uh, a Dark Lord Fright Zonian. So if you're a Dark Lord, we will do your bidding and review whatever movie you've ever wanted us to talk about. Um, so Terms and conditions apply. Yes. Uh, I guess Seriously. We're not doing The Conjuring 2. I, that first Conjuring was so good until they started showing the ghosts. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, it's like really good. It's like, it's atmosphere, there's tension, it's building. It's like, I was having a lot of fun. Like, this is fucking good. And then it comes down just like people wearing white face paint going, ah, oh. Ah, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they sped up the film. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah like, I know exactly that's what you're talking about. That's the nice thing where it's like, hey, Tina, is that you? I think I heard something. It's uh, The Ring. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing I remember seeing that was House of Hond Hill, the remake. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't With do Chris that Kattan. in the Vincent Price version. <laughs> yeah, Vincent Price didn't go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, that's not a very good Vincent Price. Uh, okay. That was so, more of a Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> Here are uh, tears. So uh, basically, we want you to pledge your support, become official Frightzonians. Uh, tier one, Creeper Frightzonian. Basically, you know, you just want to creep. You don't want all the extra content, but you want to show us some support. You're going to throw us a bone. Creep on, creeping on. Second tier, <laughs> peeper fright zonian, because we know you love all that window peeping. You got to love us before you buy. And you get sticker pack access to our blog, shout outs, all that good stuff. Then we have the stalker fright zonian, like our pal, Ardwick666. Uh, <laughs> that tier, you get an exclusive t-shirt, you get a koozie, you get a patch, you get a button, you get a yard bag! Look oh, out! The sticker shit. pack, Those blocks. Those leave Shout out on Thanks an for episode. supporting us. Here's some fucking yard work. Yeah, to do. Like, <laughs> your yard looks like shit. And then the top tier, the Dark Lord Fright Zonian. You get a pick movie and you get all the other shit. Um, that tier is, you know, we don't think anyone's going to actually do that tier, but if you do, cool. Yeah, surprise us. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, you know, thanks for listening. We're going to start talking about Halloween Kills now. So if you don't want any spoilers, um, check in next time. If you're cool to hang out while we talk about Halloween Kills, stick around. Uh, okay. So, Halloween Kills. Uh, I really liked Halloween 2018. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think if you're a fan of the Halloween franchise, it's no secret that not all the sequels are great. They have varying degrees of quality. They're all fun for different reasons. Um, but I think the whole move of pretending that none of the sequels after the original film ever happened to do this kind of like reboot or whatever, alternate universe, what if, was it a great cut, move. It cuts out a lot of fan debate that would occur otherwise. Yeah. Like, absolutely. how is that possible if this happened? Yeah. And it, and it works. It's, um, I mean, like, you know, Carpenter was always upset that he came up with the idea of her being 
his sister and all that. Like, you know, yeah. he said, like, I didn't want the mixed sequel law. That's why I didn't direct it. They pay me a bunch of money. I bought a 24 pack of beer and wrote the script in one weekend. You know, like, yeah, it, you know, it wasn't that, a true effort. And that whole move of them being related just kind of made this like box they had to play in for all the sequels. Yeah. So, you know, um, I get it. But I thought eight, eight, 18 was great. I know you guys like 18, right? Um, so, yeah. So I, I, I think for sure Halloween kills because like it's weird how divided the horror community seems to be on this movie. There's yeah. a lot of people that just really don't like it at all. And like I had a blast watching that film. I thought it was good. I just thought there was a little too much. Like I told you, there's a little too much like exposition sometimes. Like they just kept going on and on. It's like, OK, way like, too many connections for not really a lot of payoff. You know, yeah, and I think it's like people get it. I don't know if that was like they were playing more towards people that maybe haven't seen these movies. You know, I I felt like they were doing like a cross between like, you know, for the fans, here's a little bit of shit, you know, kind of like in like Star Wars or Star Trek, they'll randomly like mention something that if you were a fan, you always knew you were sweet on Ben Tramer. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous (laughs) scene. That was great. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they struggled. So, like, that 2018, you could watch that if you wanted to as a standalone movie. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And this, this one, you have to have watched 18. Yeah, but you I have to watch it recently. They or you tried to the ride that on. line where you wouldn't have to have seen yeah. everything else. And so, I so they're telling you a lot that you might not have otherwise yeah. known. That makes yeah. sense. I feel like if you watch 18, like, I've talked like, I saw 18, I liked it, but I hated this new one. And it's like, when did you watch 18? In 2018 in theaters. I haven't seen it since. Like, right. well, you know, like for me, I watched 18, you know, the like watched 18, then went to the theater and saw Kills. Right. And like as one big movie, it's fucking awesome. It's like watching a TV show or something. It's like this is like this action pack. Like, yeah, it definitely just here. is like right after this and, is what's happening. And I thought it was great. I mean, there's so many things. But if you hadn't watched 18 in a long time, I think you'd miss a lot of that stuff. I yeah. might, I, I honestly, I think I've even forgotten the very opening scene. Like, oh, that's her boyfriend who was the douche at the party. I would yeah. say if you want to really you enjoy know. it and you can handle three movies, you should watch the original Halloween. Yes. Halloween kills and then go see. Even if you do it like one, two, three, three nights. Yeah. Because they definitely do some cool like flashback scenes where yes. it's like, this is what was happening on this side road back in that. And the that original was so movie. Funny. That shit was so cool. And they got the uniforms right, and the cop cars were all right. And as you sent me earlier, the Donald Pleasance wasn't like yeah. a CGI Donald Pleasance. I had no idea. Yeah, I totally it thought was that actually was CGI. like one of the dudes, like a stunt coordinator yeah. or something. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, you have the right build." Yeah. Um, well, and that's and that's one of those things. Even that moment was like, "Well, it has to be CGI because clearly Donald Pleasance is dead." Right. But, but at the same time, he's like, the guy, but it doesn't look like CGI at all. Like, because yeah. CGI, you're, you always kind of know. Like, oh, it looks like a video game or something. That I looks... thought maybe they pulled a scene that was deleted or something from the original yeah, right. and spliced it in. Because it does look a little different lighting-wise. It's so cool. That guy also, like, he bears a striking resemblance to... Uh, Even without yeah. the prosthetics. Jesus, help me. I almost said Donald Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> uh... But I thought, yeah, I thought that shit was really cool. Like, there's so many little connections that I think you would miss, though, as far as, like, because Peel's, you know, I feel like some Peel's beef is there's not enough storytelling in, in the new movie. But it's like, again, if you're watching after 18 or, you know, pick up from the original film. And if you like people getting shot in the neck, this is the movie oh, for you. yeah. Because <laughs> they really get shot in the neck a lot. It's like three <laughs> times. 
right? Because isn't yeah. when she approaches the car and he's in there and he just kicks the door open. Oh, she blows her brains out. Okay, I thought she got it in the neck. I think it goes through the dome. Yeah, okay. But stuff like that. Okay, so like yeah. that character. So that's like a blinky missed thing almost. Those the the doctor and nurse characters, they're in Halloween twenty eighteen. The sequence where Michael is like the single shot where he's just like on his killing spree going down the street and the cameras like falling in and out of houses and stuff. He stops and he watches a couple. Oh yeah. At the beginning they're getting in their car. And, they're going to be late. And the guy goes, hold on. I have to go inside. I forgot my stethoscope. Yeah. And that's the same thing he says when they're at the bar then too in yeah. the new movie. But that's one of those things like if I hadn't just watched the movie, I wouldn't have noticed that. Yeah. You would have thought they were just, they added these two people. Yeah. It's that's like, what I thought. I remember it now that he's saying that from the beginning. Of the and movie, that's cool. I haven't seen it in, in yeah. probably a year. Greg was sitting there next to me watching it for the second time, so that was something I believe you mentioned. And yeah, I, I was like, I didn't know. Me. But like, but that's like a blinky miss it kind of thing almost, and that's right. cool. The payoff of the peyote joke. So when they're driving around with Lonnie, and even that's cool because Lonnie's barely in the original movie, but he is. He's one of the kids that bullies Tommy. He's one of the kids like the boogeyman's going to get you. Is Lonnie? Yeah. When they smash his pumpkin and stuff, and then later on when. Uh, Dr. Lewis is watching the Myers house. And those kids are like there. He's the one who's like, hey, Lonnie, get your ass away from there. <laughs> so it's like Lonnie is a character from the original one, but he's not. Yeah. He's like, just mention. So bringing him back and shit like that was cool. That didn't just seem like fan service. It makes sense because it's a small town. But I'd say the, the payoff with him that is from the first movie is because like you found out she he's Lonnie's uh, Lori's granddaughter's boyfriend's father right sure and <laughs> twice removed wow yeah. but in but in halloween 2018 when they're at dinner and like you know they're meeting her boyfriend he's like oh yeah i know your dad like like you know uh he sold me he sold me in peyote high school. Didn't mm-hmm. but then the payoff and kills is like oh yeah your dad sold me peyote true story he's a great guy but and it's like that's a funny joke yeah right. but that's one of those things again if i hadn't just watched 18 i wouldn't have Remember that was even a, a dialogue in in eighteen. It's right, like right. there's a loss. I think if you watch back to back, there is storytelling. It's contained in, and and also like if you look at this as being one big night, it totally makes sense to me that there'd be a fucking mob in town, like the legendary serial killers back in town. He's fucking killing everyone. We're gonna fuck him up right now. Tommy's loaded there because most of the it's it like a, it, people are it, fucking it, wasted at a bar. It turns into Frankenstein. And that's so cool. Yeah. 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 I talked they, to quite a few people about this in the shop and the things that they're unhappy with. I found kind of strange. And the things that they're unhappy with was the mob, which I thought was cool. It makes it's sense. It's also accurate for today. <clears throat> yeah. That would happen today. Yeah. And then the other thing people didn't like was the Big John, Little John sequence. Which oh, I thought was fucking that was awesome. good. I liked it because between that and the sequence where he kills the old interracial couple, yeah, yeah. it gives this like nobody's safe. Right, it's yeah. not just teenagers yeah. or people that are related to Michael Myers. Yeah. It's like literally anybody who's in the wrong place at the wrong time and they are oh, yeah. living in his house. Right. Yeah. So and then of course he goes home. Not only that, but that might be the best line in the movie. Yeah. When Big John comes up or no, it's Little John. Or Big John. Big John comes up behind Michael when he's looking out oh, of yeah. the window like he is in the original. Yeah, John, you came home? Yeah, and he's like, you came home. Like, he just gets it. Yeah. He's like yeah. the one dude that, like, gets it. Yeah. But then Michael turns around and fucking ices him anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love that scene. Yeah, they're great. Why didn't people like that scene? I don't know. They just thought it was unnecessary. Like, well, most of the people I talked to, they're like, I don't know. It was, like, trying to be funny. Like, I didn't like it. I'm like, 
No, well, it's just trying to say nobody's safe. Like you can be young, old, gay, straight. Right. Like have nothing to do with it. Have every you could be Tommy. You know, you could be anybody. Yeah, right. Uh, the part that annoyed me the most was how many times they would do like the close up to someone and go, "Evil dies tonight." Right. Like that. that it, like that's makes the tits still. But it's like it. They look every time that someone says it, even if it's Anthony Michael Hall who says it like five times. Every time he says it, it's like the titular line. Like they told him this was the only time they were going to use it. They weren't sure which one they were going to use, and then they're just like, "Let's just leave them all." Well, in. the first time someone <laughs> says it, though, it's um. Uh, so Marilyn, or to, no, it's Mar- it's the lady that was Loomis's nurse assistant. Oh right, she says it the first time. It's when they're like at the barn, and he's like, "I need Huckleberry." He's like, "He's like, you know," she's like, "Evil dies tonight." When Tommy's walking outside, yeah. she says it first, which I think that's cool. That the first person to kind of implant the idea is Loomis's like, you know, right hand. I right. think that's cool, um, and also makes sense for if from the context of it's an angry mob. That is being led Chanting, by a guy who's repeating. fucking loaded. Because Tommy's drunk. They've been there drinking for hours. They mention right. that in the movie. It's not like he's clean. Sort of. he's it shows him look loaded. at his watch at one point, and it's midnight. Yeah. And if the it's Halloween, and that's your night, and it's like karaoke talent show yeah. Halloween night, you've been there since eight. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. four hours be, of sure. drinking. Yeah. And if he's supposed to be wasted, and people Don't are pissed that their neighbors so got killed, yeah. or their cousin got killed, or their boyfriend got killed, or whoever got killed, and they're pissed. And they've been drinking, or he's loaded. You're doing shots because there's a ventriloquist on, yeah. and it's like the <laughs> only way you can get yeah, through it. Yeah, about that. <laughs> but like, it's a pretty creepy ass like doll. If he's too. yelling, you know, evil last night, and like, mo- I, I can buy that people are yelling at those. So the it mob mentality me. for sure, but I think. What you're saying is like so many different people say evil that. dies yeah. tonight. And it's like, okay, we fucking get it. Yeah. You know, that's the idea. The unfortunate thing for them is evil doesn't die tonight, but y'all do. <laughs> yep. Y'all do. Cause you're in a movie that has kills in the title. <laughs> the only, so the only kills I did not enjoy in the movie, I did not like the sequence of him killing all the firefighters. Yeah, he's not Shokazugi, felt... dude. What's with the ninja? Like, how is he seeing well, so well in that mask? If I right? was, the... and not because I mean I love kills, but like, uh, I think you're showing him go that crazy too early, because it made the end when he fucks up the mob that are are beating him to death. Yeah, it makes that scene less impactful. Yep. If you would have seen the firefighter sequence when he goes off the end, it would have been more like holy shit. What's they the population should've... of Haddonfield? Do we know this? <coughs> I feel like in the first one, there's a sign. Not I think that it wouldn't to be have gone a few up. hundred. So let's say there's a few hundred people. Okay, house in the middle of nowhere. How many first responder firefighters in full regalia yeah. with jaws of life, saws, axes show up to a house fire within ten minutes of it starting? I uh, would guess two volunteers in a car. Yeah, trying to use the hose that's attached to the house that's like, on fire. That scene. There's four hundred six, four thousand six hundred thirty-four houses. Yeah, 11 huh. fucking okay. firefighters don't live in that town. I uh like that sequence <laughs> could play the exact same but ended when he takes the guy's hand. The guy's like ah could have ended there. And then the next time we could have seen it could be when the cops go there's body parts everywhere. And they could have right. said it was Great. still 11 people, you know. But we don't need to see that he takes it's, them all on at one yeah, time. That that's like Bruce fucking yeah, Lee. Yeah. I said Shokazugi. I don't know that everybody knows who <laughs> no. that is. I don't He's way what... <laughs> talented and awesome. He's the ninja in uh, Return of the Ninja, Enter the Ninja, Ninja 3 The Domination, Pray for Death, uh, Nine Deaths to the Ninja. He's a stunt 
ninja choreographer for tons of the stuff that trans world video released <laughs> he's still alive today you can buy like his old handmade props all the weapons he used in those movies he made himself he's a very talented guy but of course if i say he takes him on kind of like bruce lee yeah. with a knife it's like that because it's like one guy comes up to him and he like stabs him and then he turns yeah. just in time to kill this guy and I mean, then he grabs seems... the saw and rams it into this guy yeah. and it's just like uh... and that seems brutal and stuff <clears throat> like yes it's just like and because I've seen people complain like Michael's too much like Jason in this movie. I mean, the concrete saw was I mean, completely unnecessary. It's just like yeah, yeah it's just that the scene. The whole like, entire house is made of wood. He yeah. could have killed it's those people, and that's fine. I just I didn't I don't know. That's both times I watched it. That's honestly the only thing in the entire movie that bothered me is that him killing all the firefighters. I had a I had no complaints to anything else. I was having so much fun. I I I do dig when he comes walking out. Yeah. of the fire and that the carpenter score yeah. hits. Like, that's cool but yeah they could but have done then, that and that could be the end of the scene yeah. too like it's just like i just didn't see him kill everyone outside nobody's safe in this movie which which is I, great i like you know it kind of gives kids. like a yeah I, I mean, I, in the I, first I, one he kills actual children in this one i think the youngest he would kill is like 16 year olds well, yeah he ripped off the head of one of those kids that pranked the big john and little john house because he's holding their fucking head yeah and he and also like, decapitates whoa. uh the boyfriend from the first one that throws the oh. phone into the yogurt. <laughs> Apparently they have a trough of yogurt. <laughs> I can't tell what that would be. It's not a beverage, but chucks it in there when he's being a dick. And I was actually looking forward to him dying. Except Based he kind of redeems end, himself. Yeah, in that this was movie. the problem. Is I was because I was like, he has to die in the next one because he didn't <laughs> die in the first one. And then it's like, oh man, like he helps like our cop friend who yeah, like Hawkins. Yeah. Yeah. From the original. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that I do like the exposition with him. Back in the day. Oh, it's great. And all the stuff where it's like the cops like, so what happened was he pulled his firearm and shot himself in the yeah. neck and does like because cops totally do that. Right. Shit. Yeah. It's like it'd be a lot of paperwork and uh, it doesn't always yeah. come out the way I you think it's gonna. Yeah. So like that's what happened. It's like, oh, OK. That shit was amazing. Yeah. That uh, when we we're watching that, then that sequence when they're like arresting Michael, you went, that's so fucking cool. Like you were hyped. Yeah. Like, and it is. It's so exciting. Like, the music there is cool. And it's, and honestly, it's not as kind of like, well, how did they pick him up? Like, after he walked away from that. You yeah. Know? But, oh. And I'm kind I, of bummed that Tommy didn't live longer. Yeah. It's cool. Anthony Michael Hall, man, he's back. I haven't seen him in anything. He in was awesome in it. 15 too. years or something. Like, Edward Scissorhands is the last major motion picture I think he did. Yeah. And what was that, 94? It's like, it was, yeah. that. It was 94. Otherwise, I think it was like 92. Like, he's been doing like television. He was in that, like, The Dead Zone or something like that. Oh, yeah. oh I'm thinking of when Edward Penis Hands came out. <laughs> Not, that was in 94. Was he in that yeah. one, too? Oh, Dude, yeah. Somebody posted this the other day. Look at this chick on the far right. That one time lady who brought an iron. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nice. what? This is from the mob scene. She just has an iron. <laughs> but I love it that like everyone's just fed up and they're like, we're going to fucking take him down. Oh, and like, I kind of would have been okay with that being the ending. Sort of like this beat him. To I death. think that could have been a cool way to just end it. Right. I don't know how you're going to like Hobbit part three. So the, the next one, that's what I'm saying, I think the legitimacy of this one kind of hinges on the next one. That that's yeah. why. Yeah. I, that's, I feel that way too. I feel like it, it's a trilogy. Yeah. So, if people's complaints of this one is it's too much action, it's the middle act. 
It makes sense. It took place right after their stuff. Of course, the town's upset. They're looking for him. He's still out there. Um, I do know the next film takes place four years later. It does not pick up right here. The next okay. film's going to jump ahead four years. So what's Michael been doing for four years? And so? I don't know. Yeah. He's drink, drinking some sarsaparilla. <laughs> He's moved back into his house. Everyone yeah. just like avoids that house. Like, yeah, let's just let him have that. That can be his. He's I don't just know how I feel about that. I feel like it would be way cooler if it was the exact same night. I also yeah. do like in this one how you see, we talked about this a little too, where like his mask comes off. You never see a dead on shot of his face, but you just see that he's an old man. It's and Nick then there's, Castle. there's the scene in the bar where they're talking about, it's like, you know, Tommy gets up on stage and does this kind of like explaining who he is, who the other people are that are in the bar from the original, like, I don't know, would be considered like the Haddonfield Michael Myers massacre. And everyone, the whole place kind of calms down and he does like, this is for for survivors. And I do like the idea of like living in the universe for a minute where it's like what it would actually be like living in the place where the people that survived the original movie live. I think that that's an interesting idea. And they're all like, you know, and it's cutting back and forth where it's like, they're just glad that, you know, they survived it, and then it's showing what's happening on the other side of town, which is Lori's that like Lori's trying bleeding. to take care of yeah. business, mm-hmm. so she doesn't have to get other people involved and just being a total badass. I mean, shout out <laughs> to Jamie fucking Lee Jamie Lee Curtis for showing up. I bet Both she, I bet she's happier more now than she's ever been that she did Halloween one. Yeah, because it's definitely like she's done cool movies, but this yeah. is gonna be. I mean, what it did fifty four million the first like weekend. weekend or something. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Um, I dig that uh, they <clears throat> sidelined her too for a lot of this movie, and that's I know that's people's gripe too. Like they sidelined Lori. It's like she well, can't. It's supposed to be the same night, and everyone. she's really supposed to be that fucked yeah. up too. You, I like. She's got it. I like that she, she didn't just get up and do it. Terrible condition. Yeah, yeah. It's great that she didn't just get up because then it'd be like, well, that's fucking stupid. She right. just got like I that's, like that. I was she's kind of concerned at fucked one up point on drugs. When she started getting up out of the bed. I was like, how are you? How are you going to show me that Dude, she, she shoved the syringe in her ass and she's like, ah! Yeah, like, <laughs> she's got some good screams. In she this. has a twelve-inch incision in her stomach, and I was like, "Are you gonna have her fucking get up and walk out of this hospital?" She starts to, but then she has to knee some dude in the nads and <laughs> slam him up against the wall because he's pushing her, and she's just like, "Fuck this!" Because everyone's chasing after the other escaped lunatic. Um, which earlier in the bar scene, I was which getting to that. Kind of oh, they show they his show face, yeah. and then it fogs out and like focuses on Anthony Michael Hall. And you know it's Michael. And he's looking up, and it's kind of like, don't they all know what he looks like? But then you think, like they probably haven't seen him since yeah. he was like right. a child. And he, in the first one, he doesn't really get the mask taken off. So like, and we know it's him just because like every time you've kind of seen him in these two new movies, he has that the same head shape and the I dig that when he's on mask in these movies, it's Nick Castle. Like it's the original guy. I feel like maybe the scene in 78, it's actually him too. Cause that's the one scene where it looks like Michael has like a fucking gut yeah. and stuff. It's like, oh, it's cause like it, they're like, Nick, you're gonna play him in 78, buddy. Like, yeah. okay. I don't know if it's him, I just guess, but like yeah. that one scene's like, okay. That whole sequence is so good when he's shooting him and he walks up and like the footprints are just like it's just a puddle of blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man. I dig the weird supernatural stuff. The end too. Like, like, I don't know. There's something weird with the window. They keep talking about like, I keep staring out the window. Yeah. And then Lori's daughter, Karen sees little boy, Michael in the window for a second. It's like, that's cool. It's like spooky, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like thorn cult devil worship, like weird. Yeah. Shoehorn thing. It's just like, it's right. still, it's mysterious. It's not really explained. 
and like and there is a little voiceover segment where it's like because after the mob fucks him up super hard with their irons and everything else yeah. <laughs> um and the daughter stabs him in the spinal column just below yes. the neck yeah. which for all intents and purposes i think would end any human being yeah, you'd yeah. be dead you'd probably be dead yeah um yet he gets up and at the point in which he gets up there's this kind of expositiony part yeah, where they're Lori t- talking yeah Lori yeah. talking about how he's he's more than just this man like maybe we've made him more he's uh you know he's just pure evil and like the stuff like, loomis, loomis was, was saying right. yeah. the whole time um which is the only real explanation is that he's actually some sort of non-human yeah um well, he she can't says, be make-believe she almost like gives that whole you know the more the more fear there is the stronger he becomes you know yeah discussion it's just like an elf when they have to believe in <laughs> yeah. christmas right to get the sleigh, the sleigh won't go to go it's <laughs> yeah. just like that and then they have to sing when zoe de chanel has to <laughs> sing christmas music to the, it's like that yeah it's I'm, I'm really curious how they wrap it up in the next one like I mean, it's going to it's going to be an ending to this. If Halloween happens again, it's going to be like a reboot or a remake or something again. I mean, like you're making what we call the ends, and you've actually got Jamie Lee Curtis in it, and it's planned out as like a trilogy. Like it's Just, gonna it's yeah. going to be an ending. It's not going to be another weird cliffhanger. Like I really right. believe that. Yeah, you know. So I'm excited what they do. I dig to making it not about Lori, and they even have the whole moment in this movie. It's like. Like he came for my mom, he stalked my mom, and it's like no, yeah, you know, because the, the, the like no, the the doctor, the crazy drove. doctor, yeah, brought them together. He wasn't after my mom at all, yeah. You know, and I like he I was he that. was trying to go home, yeah. the only place he would know. I mean, yeah. if he went to the insane asylum at that age, like I still don't even know how he would know on a drive. He for, was doing fine last night. <laughs> Forgiven for that <laughs> from the first one. It's like he's just cruising. Just man. watching TV in the you know. Yeah, which my hospital. my brother uh, Ryan, he was talking about how on the 4K disc of the first one, when the yeah. station wagon drives by, and it's the one from Speed Kills. The, yeah, the Speed Kills scene ah! that you can actually see that it's Michael Myers, a really clean mask, like. It's him, whereas like us growing up watching it on VHS, it's just like it's creepy and it's, it's an awesome shape. scene. But it, yeah, it's just like it's a guy you don't really know that it's him. Yeah. So that would be an excuse to watch older movies with dark scenes in them. There's a lot of movies I watch on tape where I'm like, I don't need to see this any other way. This is perfect. Yeah. But movies that take have a lot of like cemetery scenes or like Alien, just woods. The original in the woods Alien in 4K, I still I can't stand imagine by the best. Uh, UHD release I, I've seen. Yeah, it's the, so dark. The Nostromo is maybe the most beautiful set ever constructed for a film. It's so amazing the amount of detail in that. When you watch it, it's like, yeah, this is just a fucking spaceship. Yeah. It's awesome. But I also have an alien boner. Right. It's- no, it would. I mean, I can, I've can. i seen the, the miniatures from that sell at it's auction awesome. and shit. Yeah. And it's like, dude, those look amazing. So what are your guys' opinions then on the plight of Laurie Strode? I mean, she's Loomis now. I mean, that's like where I... I she's all that's left. That's where I foresee this next one going. Not to, because... I mean, we already said spoilers, but like, she's the only one that yeah. doesn't die in this. That's from the original. I mean, oh, and the sheriff, right? 
Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, Hawkins one of two ways. You could kill her, which I think would be kind of strange for them to do. And yeah. multiple people in this also say, like, he's going to die, and I'm going to be the one to do it. Like, I think yeah. four people say that. Blood Only blood. one is still alive at the end. Didn't mean to cut you off. No. no, I just think it would be strange for them to kill her off, you know, because she's supposed to be this, like, symbol of strength. So I think that that would be strange to have that character die, but then I also think it would be incredibly fitting as well. I think they're going to have to die together. She mentioned that you at one point. You always were an said, asshole, Gorman. Yeah, she said something to the effect of, like, maybe if I die, I think it's when she's talking to her daughter, yeah. if I die, then, like, you guys won't have to deal with this anymore. That's she's, like, fucked up on pain. Yeah. Kid pills but and stuff. And... I think that, and then that, it ends with, like, showing her kind of th- contemplating and thinking mm-hmm. and being at the hospital. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's true. Maybe, like, they do have to die together. And maybe it has to be in that home where he's been yeah. living for four years playing video games or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really curious. Yeah, I'm really curious where they're going. There's an know. old Nintendo in there. Boggle. Little John was really into boggle. Yeah. Just popping and, that bubble. Uh, just like, Oh, I guess I win every time. There's <laughs> no one else here. I dig the stuff. This minute. It's still Michael being Michael, like classic Michael, like just Michael and state. It's just Michael around. <laughs> well, one can be like, he's too much like Jason. This movie. He's too much like Jason. Like I guess in the, firefighter scene yeah it's just like just brutality but like him like staging the john's bodies and it's like the pose of the photo of them that's saying on the shelf that's that's very michael that's the original movie that's like staging the body with the gravestone stuff like wearing a sheet you know i mean like the overstabbing of the corpse on the cutting board (laughs) in the kitchen i think he'd stop after three or so I don't know. He was, goes to like was, eight or something. It was pretty comical. Yeah. It's like, is, uh, he, is there another he... one? Like, man, I really wish I would only have had one knife and maybe a paring knife stashed somewhere. That he, <laughs> yeah. Because, man. <laughs> yeah. Is this how we done yet? Yeah. Fuck. What I liked about that scene is it reminded me of when. It was like Goldilocks. In the it reminded years. me of when he stabs <laughs> like. Straight. Yeah. See, I thought I had the vibe like when he stabs Paul into the wall in the original movie and he does like the classic head tilt. Yeah. Like, and I feel that way because like as he stabbed each knife, he did this, like the actor playing Michael did this weird thing where he like, he kind of went like this with his hand out and then kind of turned to get the next knife. You know, like he, he was thinking about it. It had this weird, it had the, the Michael thing, like some of the way he moved or like, I don't know his body language. It's just different. I don't know. There's plenty of moments that, like, I thought that scene was great. Yeah, I don't. Well, then you're waiting for him to come kill the lady on the ground. He just fucking leaves her to bleed out. It's just like. Well, she's watching the whole time and it's her husband getting that stabbed. That sequence is I was for sure that fucking neon was just going to fill up with blood. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that would have been awesome. Dude, yeah, that scene, he just walks over. <sighs> that movie rules. Oh, man. when he drops it afterwards when he's done yeah, and yeah. it just <laughs> blows up. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I definitely thought it was going to shoot out of the fucking thing. I guess it would have had a plug on the end, so what you said. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought that would have been cool. I've seen people hate on this movie that I know like H2O, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You'd rather watch the Scream version of Halloween than this? Like, I haven't read... The only review I read was a buddy of mine, and it just said, uh, things I liked about the movie, Anthony Michael Hall is still acting, things I didn't like about the movie, the movie. It's like, but stuff like that, it's like, I mean, it's someone whose opinion I appreciate and respect, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. I 
I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to buy it. I probably won't watch it again. Maybe I will. Whenever the next one comes out, I would watch it just before that. Yeah. Just like 2018, I've seen it twice. I might watch it in like five years or something. I'm not going to go buy it. You'll watch it in like 2023 yeah. when the next one comes out. Like, I'd rather watch like some of the weird underground shit that Vinegar Syndrome's re releasing or well, I guess that's New York. Is- I'll watch New York Ninja instead, <laughs> you know? So you don't, so you no. didn't really like that. No, I did. Or, uh, but I just don't think I got it. Yeah. It was it was memorable. I'll remember it. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. You know, total stimulation, very good. But I just don't imagine that I'm gonna. I don't know. I just don't. I didn't buy 2018, but my brother brought it over, and I was excited to watch it again. So, so there's some of that too. Like I know people that are gonna buy it. So if I really need to see it, I can probably I'll be like, hey man, let's watch that. The moment the Best Buy. 10 goes up on pre-order they've already announced the artwork it looks here i'll say this i i don't think i would buy it to watch it by myself ever like i'd rather i I had a lot of fun watching it with somebody that appreciated what it was and it's it is kind of a party movie because it's so action yeah like when someone's getting killed like that if you're sitting there in silence like i don't know it's kind (laughs) of you couldn't see what i was doing but yeah just like limp dick watching like oh you're killing him yeah you kill him now instead of like oh fuck like did you see that like it's that's the kind of movie it is it's uh it is a party it's just like a holy shit did you see that like i I like the communal experience of horror yeah you know i had a kid come into the barbershop yesterday who's 12 years old and he's just recently started getting into horror movies and he watched everything after he saw the trailer for this and i mean how many is that was that like nine ten movies at this point yeah somewhere in there Anyway, yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. He's like, I didn't go see it until I watched everything. I was like, good job, like, You don't yeah. need to watch everything. For this I know, movie. but I just thought it was cool. No, How yeah. old should you be to see this movie? <laughs> 15 at least? I don't know. It yeah. well, so seems brutal. crazy. Stuff like that, do you feel like that's because you're um, a parent now? Because you were watching shit like this when you were young. Oh, yeah, 15, I would have, right? like, when I was eight, I probably would have seen this. I took Stella. I mean, she's in eighth grade. She's 13. Did she dig it? Yeah, I took her, and she saw right. the 2018 one. I guess I don't have that much of a frame of reference because my kids are still so young that, like, I, I'm trying to imagine them watching it now, and I'm already like, oh, I bought tickets this Sunday. We're going to see Beetlejuice. Freddie and I are, and it's like, there's just some parts that I think might be too much, but I was, eh, you know, whatever, man. Right. We're talking about that. When we're a, Flicks, yeah. I told you, like, when I was a kid, I remember, I remember seeing that in a theater, and I remember being afraid when her hands are on fire. But I love the rest of the movie. But when they first go back in the house and they realize something's wrong, like when her hands are for a second, that really fucking freaked me out as a kid. Like I had, I remember sitting in the theater being freaked out by it. Mine was yeah. the moment like where they started like withering away. I remember that being like, "What the? You're fuck? killing them!" <laughs> yeah, that's the what I think Freddie's gonna be scared of is when they're like held captive in their own home mm-hmm. by Beetlejuice. I think that's the kind of shit that's going to be. We watched Nightmare Before Christmas every day. We've watched it the last nine days in a row. Nice. They just walk around the house singing those songs. My favorite version of the song is Nora's version, which is, what's this? What's this? I don't know what this is. (laughs) And she just keeps kind of doing that. And then the parts, other parts, she's kind of like, I don't know what this is. Um, But yeah, they just love that. And uh, we've been rotating that in Willy Wonka, like Freddie specifically likes Willy Wonka and all the music in it. 
Which is cool to see, like, how effective it still is on, like, a modern kid. If, like, Classic Snowgrass yeah. style. They just yeah. recast that, by the way, for a... Uh, Another remake? Like a prequel? Okay. And I, so, like, I, before he closes the before factory? Before he was Willy Wonka, he was trying to get William Wonka. From what I understand, yeah. it's going to follow the darker aspects of the book. Um... And Timothy Chalamet, you know who that dude is? The dude who's playing... He's in Dune? Yeah. Um, I'm excited They cast him. It does Why be- don't they just make Charlie in the Glass Elevator? That never got made. Right. Just, like, do that and do it in a 70s style? That would be cool. You guys want to hear Joe Bob's... Because he's been doing movie reviews now on the Patreon, which is awesome. You want to hear his driving tolls for Halloween Kills? Yeah. Because he did them, and it's fun because he's Joe Bob. 43 dead bodies, one dead dog, fire axe hacking, chainsaw face chewing, one bleeding stomach wound, one motor vehicle chase, one death plunge resulting in sidewalk goo, eye stabbing, body stabbing, pitchfork through the back, stomach goring, mask ripping, fence impalement, self-medicating syringe butt ramming, sentimental bloody cleaver preservation, multiple backstabbing with designer cutlery, cleaver to the armpit followed by bloody eyeball gouging, razor blade pranking, Fluorescent lightning rod to the neck with twists. Multiple staircase tumbling. Brain bashing followed by neck snapping. Hardcore bullying. Gratuitous singing mermaids. Gratuitous close-up chest cavity surgery. Gratuitous profane ventriloquism. Gratuitous pumpkin splattering. Bloody footprint foo. Troy drone foo. Baseball bat foo. Foul image of the movie confusion foo. Driving Academy Award nomination for Will Patton as Off Hawkins who says he needs to die and I'm the one that's going to get him. Jim Lee Curse for screaming, let him burn, when she thinks the fire department might get to Michael in time. Diva Tyler is the drone fan who says, there's a big guy in our bathroom and he's wearing a monster mask. Robert Longstreet is Lonnie for keeping an arsenal in his truck and rocking the Steve Bannon hair. It's not a kid. It's, it's a grown-up. Uh, any magic as Allison slurry strokes granddaughter for one to kick some ass and saying, tonight we hunt him down. Anthony Michael Hall is Tommy Doyle, the bat-wielding Kill Michael community organizer who gets the whole town chanting, evil dies tonight. Scott <laughs> MacArthur is Big John for dancing to Pete Antel's stop, look, and listen while inviting. Michael McDonald is Little John for saying, Michael, you've come home. <laughs> Ross Bacon as the wrong place, wrong time escape mental patient. Judy Greer is Karen Darv Laurie, voice of common sense. James Jude Courtney is the indestructible cyborg Michael Myers has become. And Scott team is Dan McBride and David Gordon Green, the guys in the writer's room who organize all that Halloween lore into a comprehensive tale and especially director david gordon green for doing things the driving way four stars joe bob says check it out <laughs> that's that my best joe bob it was good yeah no all it's right. a fun movie i'd go see it in the theater if you can yeah especially this time of year it's like just fun to see a cool halloween themed movie in october so the appropriate thing to do what's your rating oh shit I feel like any f- writing I could say would change could change based on what the third movie does. Kind of like you said earlier, because it okay. is it's a middle act of the trilogy. Just in the same way, I think people who are saying this movie sucks that I know haven't seen eighteen since it was in theaters. I feel that way about this movie. Without the third film, is like that. I definitely think the third film could change the way this is contextualized. Right. You know. I would give Halloween 18, 2018 four and a half to five, honestly. I really like Halloween 2018. I think it's fucking awesome. I love that it ignores the sequels. Michael's scary. He's brutal. The story's interesting. Gives Laurie Strode something cool to do. I love the idea of like what that experience could do to someone. 
I think she brings it. Like, it's an interesting character story. It's kind of sad. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I really, really, I would have been okay with that being the end of it. Yeah. You know, like the, he's stuck. Like, as soon as she yells, let it burn in the first one. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. Right. Like, not that I was bummed that they would put money into another, like, entry into the series because it did end up being a fun time. But it's sort of like you could just, you know, just like not make millions of dollars again. I, I also guess. felt really strange about the ending too, because they almost like alluded to this like con- growing contagion of like terror, right? So they almost somewhat implied that the granddaughter was somehow going to like continue this on. Did you get that at all? No, man, I totally a little did. bit. I did a little bit where I thought maybe it was a family trait, right? But with that said, it's like, well, you know, I don't know. Well, is it my turn? I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm right in the middle. I'm so three. easy. I just three. Oh. It's so easy to just say three. I well, I was saying it's four and a half to five for 2018. For right. kills, I mean, right now, without the context of where it's going, it's hard for me to say. I've seen it twice in a week, and both times I had a fucking blast. Um, I don't know. I, if I was going to give 2018 four and a half to five, then I would probably say this one's Probably, I could probably say pretty confidently, I'd say three and a half. I mean, I think, because I think 18 is better to watch by itself. Whereas yeah. I don't think I'd ever watch Kills, like, if I owned it. I don't think there's time back. I need to watch Halloween right now. I'm going right to Kills. I will never watch Kills without watching 2018. Right. So that's why I feel like it's probably a pretty solid 3.5 for me. That makes right total now. sense. That's why I said I feel like they were trying to make this thinking... Oh, well, if you haven't seen 2018, don't worry. We still got you. Like, we're going to hold your hand a little bit. It'll just know? be a bunch of crazy action and kills. But right. they but also... They, then they still try to show some. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the stuff they explain more in this is more the 1978 flashback stuff, really. You know what I mean? Right. I think a lot of, the, like, story stuff is, like, retroactive world building. I don't know. But they, cool. but they have to do that, right? They have yeah. to do that knowing that there's going to be people who see the trailer or something and be like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. You know, so that has to be built in no matter what. Otherwise, you're missing a huge. Like people are just going to go see a Halloween movie during Halloween. that don't necessarily take the time or care as much. I don't understand any of that shit that was happening. (laughs) I'm going to go tell all my friends not to go see that fucking movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bonus fright review. Yeah. So, yeah, three. 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 Cool. Makes it three. And that's with like, like you said, I definitely would want to see the next one. To, I'd almost want to rate them as a one as a thing. Whole. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it's clearly one big story that I guess that's why I really dig about this is like, cause that's ultimately the problem with a lot of horror movie sequels is there's not, most horror movies are not conceived to be a big story. They're conceived to make a good horror film. And if it's good, they're going to kind of just do the same thing again in a fucking sequel, right? yeah. you know, rinse, repeat. So it's, this is cool that it's like coming out of the gates like, all right, we got Jamie Lee on board. We have John Carpenter's blessing. We're going to construct a big story with that takes place in the original world. And we're going to do it with love and care. And we respect the franchise. And we're going to tell the end of that story. That's that's really cool. It's cool it exists because it's the most things like it's more of a what if scenario. Like, I mean, it'd be great if they did something, if they would have done something like that proper with, you know any other franchise like i have uh have you watched like never hike alone these like 
Friday Thirteenth Phantom. We're talking about that in the shop today. I don't think so. It's yeah, you like cool. it? It's good. It's it's better. It's better it's in the snow, which is neat. Huh? Oh, that's that's never hike in the snow. Oh. Have you seen the first one? Never hike alone. So I uh, the dude who made that, I met him playing the Friday Thirteenth video game on PlayStation. And he was talking about, oh, I'm going to make a Friday 13 fan film. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, dude. And yeah. he had a Kickstarter, I threw money at him, and he made it, and it's fucking good. If a, if a major studio made a Friday 13 for me right now, I don't think it'd be good as these fan films this guy's doing. Huh. But uh, he actually has, like, Tom Matthews is in it as Tommy Jarvis. Oh, wow. In this fucking fan film. Yeah. But it's like, it's paying respect to the continuity of the original films, and Weird. it's like, this is good. But that's kind of what Halloween you know, 2018 Halloween Kills is like, it's like, wow, like, I wish every horror genre had this love and care put into, like, a new film for these beloved franchises. I think that dude's doing it out of necessity because God knows when the next fucking movie's gonna come yeah. out. I got both those on Blu-ray if you guys want to watch them. So they're fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd look into that. And Never Hike in the Snow, uh, the, sh- the, like, guy who's the sheriff of Forest Green now is the guy that's, like, the right-hand man six. The one with the laser point is like, where it goes, you bang. That yeah. guy, he's like the sheriff now. Okay. And he basically is just, uh, Camp Crystal Lake is like off limits. It's like, it's it's owned by the state now, and no one goes there. So like when murders start kind of happening and stuff, the sheriff basically just cleans it up. It's like, yeah. no, one, no one's going to fucking go there. We aren't talking about Jason. But Tommy's still out there, and he's trying to like, you know, destroy Jason still. Right. It's cool, man. But As you would if you were a nemesis. But yeah, before. so well, I guess that's it. Uh, thanks for uh, listening, guys. I don't, know, I'll, I don't know how much that'll keep in there, even. But I'm gonna see if I can cool. find an old cookie in this bag to eat. Ooh, but, uh, sick! You have butter butters I mean, right there, dude. I can see them. Oh, do I? Oh shit! <laughs> Side pocket. But hey, thanks again for listening, everyone. If you did listen through the Halloween Kill stuff and haven't seen it yet, sorry if we spoiled stuff. But uh, um, thanks again. Like and subscribe. Uh, happy Halloween. Stay spooky. Uh, Get out there and do some cock rocketness. This is 100% yard bag season, though, Nate. You have any words of wisdom for yard bagging? Well, the leaves are coming down pretty hard right now. Um, we've been trying to bribe our son into raking leaves. He gives up a little too soon. Um, he hasn't even put any in a bag yet. It's almost as if he doesn't know the necessity of the bag. But I'll get Sounds him back like, out there. Is that even there. your son? If Plus, he doesn't you about yard jobs bags? like that to do, it always just, they just suck anyway. So then you just have to do it all yourself. Yeah. So you pay them money to kind of do it and yeah. then you'd end up finishing it. But I think that with Freddie, he does like to finish tasks and he's super into money right now. So we'll see how this goes. But uh, yeah, um, get out there, get your yard bags before they sell out. They do sell out. So make sure to get your pre orders in. And uh, yeah. Don't forget your stickers too. Fill them up. Oh, uh, mediacrypt.bigcartel.com. <laughs> <laughs> right